What does freedom mean? Tune in to LRN.FM to find out. LRN.FM is the Liberty Radio Network, a collection of live talk radio and podcasts, all coming from a principled pro-liberty perspective. LRN.FM show hosts aren't left, right, or conspiracy kooks. You can tune in 24-7 to LRN.FM via your phone, computer, satellite, and more. Listen free anytime at LRN.FM. That's LRN.FM. You're listening to KKSM AM 1320, Oceanside. I have two words for you, predator drones. You will never see it coming. I think I'm joking. Drones are being used in drone strikes, and I support that entirely and feel the president was right. There's a reason why we shouldn't be using drones. It's because we don't just take out the target. We take out a lot of innocent civilians in these countries where these drones attack. But this is basically blowing up in our faces. We've seen the blowback all across the Middle East. What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? I hate categories. Categories that kids are going to grow historical. For me, the categories screwed a lot of people up. We'll make everything metal. Blacker than the black is black. Times infinity. All I want is peace and love. Free Thought Radio, San Diego's source for heavy metal and other genres that are ignored by mainstream radio. San Diego's only libertarian talk show in a conservative-dominated market. More hard-hitting journalism than even the professionals themselves. Free Thought Radio. Free speech. Free expression. Yeah. Free snowball! Only on KKSM Oceanside, AM 1320. The Radio Revolution. Podcast airing on LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. As it applies to you and me, our country isn't free. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Free Thought Radio. Freethoughtmedia.org is the website. It's live every Monday from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on KKSM Oceanside AM 1320, The Radio Revolution, and podcasting at LRN.FM, The Liberty Radio Network. And uh, you can check out the YouTube channel on freethoughtmedia.org. There's a TV button there. And so so tonight I want to uh, play you off with, a, a, in this first hour, a pretty lighthearted guest, but one that also uh, is concerned about freedom. She is a comedian, and she is also the daughter of radio host Don Imus. Joining me now is Elizabeth Zero. She is a radio host, a comedian, and author of the book Etiquette for Idiots and Other Stupid Stories. And you can listen to Zero Talk on KUCI 88.9 FM. Elizabeth, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? Actually, my whole name is Elizabeth Imus Zero, and that's what's on my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you Google it or Amazon it, that's going to can come up under that name or you can go to elizabethzero.com actually and uh and check that out so how are you pretty good uh so so tell us a bit about yourself uh wh- what your experiences were like in college for for writing uh l- learning how to do that and how that led you to become a comedian in college well i graduated from the career academy of beauty so uh didn't really learn about writing there as much as hair which is <laughs> you know why my hair looks so fantastic thank you no um <laughs> 
I've actually been studying writing uh, for about 20 years, though. I have two adult children. I have a 25-year-old, probably about your age, I'm guessing, and a 23-year-old. Uh, but I graduated from also the Groundling School of um, Improv and Comedy in Los Angeles, and I also graduated from the Second City. And um, currently, I'm working out at UCB, which is the Upright Citizens Brigade. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I also went like through the UCLA Writers Extension Program for television writing, and I've been working as a writer and a producer uh, for like the DVD industry and a lot of theater and stand up and stuff like that. Sketch comedy. I was thinking about how I want to spend the rest of my life and use my talents as a writer and a producer and a comedian. And I really want to um, use it to not only entertain people and make them laugh and connect with them, um, but I want to talk about our freedom and, and um, stand up for liberty in this country. So so that's what I'm doing. Definitely. Um, what, what, how was it like to uh, go from that into becoming a comedian and also a radio talk show host? Well, um, you know, it's kind of weird because my dad's a famous uh, radio personality and it never occurred to me that yeah. to do that so it's like so weird it's lame <laughs> things like and so but I actually thought somebody said to me oh you should have your own radio show and I went hey yeah actually that sounds kind of fun um, so I went and I, uh, I took a class and I learned how to work the board and and uh, I got a public radio show I actually don't do that public radio show anymore um, I have kind of graduated into professional radio a little bit um, so I'm, I'm on with Doug McIntyre and Geraldo once in a while to do entertainment commentary. Um, but now I'm doing more hosting, like I'm hosting for an organization called Free and Equal, and you can go to freeandequal.org. And they're about changing the electoral process and making it easier for, um, you know, third-party candidates to get into the debate and get on the ticket and, um, and encouraging young people to get involved in the political process uh, because we do, you know, both right and left, the government, it's just, it hasn't been honest and, and it has an agenda and, and the crony capitalists are really taking over our country and, and um, you know, it's run obviously by the bank system. But um, this way, you know, people are hit over the head with technology and um, it's overwhelming to them and the information that's coming at them. And so I think by approaching it through comedy and making people laugh and maybe slipping in a little information or helping them to understand in sort of a simplified way um, is kind of the way we're going to change this, uh, this country and change the vote, really. Exactly. And I'm sure you get this a lot. But uh, uh, again, uh, talk about your father, Don Imus. Uh, what was it like having a radio host as a father? And um, yeah. And how you how you differ from him, and and uh, what ways you think you may have uh, uh, topped him, and and maybe like something like interviewing the same person better than he did. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't I don't know about that. My dad's <laughs> actually really quite brilliant man, and um, I certainly I'm I'm similar to him in that you know I was raised. It was great having him as a father, and I was mm -hmm. definitely raised and encouraged to be obnoxious growing up. <laughs> and I don't think it was like their intention, but. Whenever I would say or do anything outrageous, of course, I was praised for it, and they would crack up laughing. Um, but I just, I loved it. I loved watching my dad, and I sort of emulated him growing up. And it, it actually took me a while because I had to realize, you know, like in my 20s, like, oh, people don't like it when I'm obnoxious and crazy because they're not paying me a million dollars to be that way. <laughs> so you had to kind of, like, I had to tone it down and, like, learn how to just kind of be a normal person almost. Um, and now that I'm a mature adult woman, I think I've, I think I'm okay. I think I'm a good balance, but um, you know, I don't I don't know. I've definitely have not topped him. Um, I have a lot to learn um, in the industry, but um, I I really enjoy connecting with people and just entertaining them and having fun and, and also making other people shine and, and bringing people together. This 
uh, organization I'm working with, freeandequal.org, is um, having a concert in, uh, at UCLA October 12th in Los Angeles. Um, and Public Enemy is going to be headlining awesome. the, band, yeah, the band Golden State. Um, uh, Google them. They're an amazing uh, rock band. Uh, they're going to be playing in the band also Saving Able. We'll have speakers like Gary Johnson and Jill Stein, and, and you just make it fun and bringing music and, and entertainment and comedy to the youth, uh, and then slipping in some information and helping to educate our young people. Definitely. Uh, talk about how, how you talk about things like that, uh, like the two-party system, and how you um, kind of combine the message of, of liberty and, and peace and freedom with uh, yeah. comedy. Well, I, like I said before, I've, that show is no longer on public radio. But, but what I've been doing is I have a blog on ElizabethZero.com. And if you go to ElizabethZero.com, that's where you can click on. You can get a link to my book. But in my blog, I, um, I, and then it's a brand new website, too. It's a really fun thing. It's got a lot of cool pictures and, and good information. Um, so along with, like, stupid news and just funny news that I think is hilarious, um, you know, like I have a blog up there now where I kind of talk about well, I talk about the Federal Reserve and I compare it to porn. So it makes it fun <laughs> and to people. And, and uh, sort of I like to dumb things down but make it funny and fun. Um, but also to be informative and educational. And, um, you know, I certainly don't know everything. Not everybody knows everything. And I'm, I'm learning as much as our young people because, you know, I spent most of my adult life, I've raised two adult children. And, um, and I've been studying comedy for the past 25 years. Mm -hmm. So... Um, so politics necessarily isn't my like number one thing that I can talk about, but I understand what's going on, and I see, you know, when you have, right now we do have this two-party system, and they're pretty much identical in the way that they run things, and what Free and Equal is trying to do is to make it easier for third-party access, but they don't even want to call it third-party anymore, um, you know, because it sort of is like a negative connotation. It's like just make it free and equal, and let you know any party get in there, and and, and an honest party preferably. Definitely. Uh, what sparked your book, Etiquette for Idiots, and other stupid stories? And uh, is being an idiot all that bad? Or shouldn't there be pride in it? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I, I definitely consider myself, you know, in the moron category. At times. Um, and I have no problem making fun of myself. Mm -hmm. However, um, it really started one night. You know, I had a, I love to cook, and I had a dinner party, and this horrible guest showed up, and I was like, I am never ever going to cook dinner for someone I don't know personally again. And so I wrote an, an etiquette for dinner party guests and I put it up on Facebook and put it on my blog and it was really successful. And then I just started writing other ridiculous like etiquette things for like sociopaths or like serial killers or just what, like just, you know, if, etiquette if you're, you know, for dead people. And, um, and then I showed it to my publisher and he was like, it's great, but it needs to be 40,000 words. So then I added stupid stories, and they're just stories about my life. And, and I am cashing in on the name. I've never really, um, there's no nepotism in my family, so I'm not really benefiting, or my career in radio has not been, you know, sure, it's probably because my name is Imus and I'm his daughter. Um, there's been some of that, but, um, but I thought, well, I'll, I'll cash in on the name as well. So I wrote a little story about my dad, and um, it's interesting, you know, I think some people want to read about that. And then the rest of the stories are about, you know, raising children and all the other jobs that I've done and things that my take on life and that kind of stuff. So definitely. Um, how do the, how do those story trans translate into your appreciation for freedom and, and describing yourself as a libertarian and how does it do have to do with the future of your children? Uh, well, the future of my children and our our children is that every time you 
somebody in this country, and, and this is another blog I wrote the week before, is I'm, I'm really sick of hearing people say, you know, oh, I don't care if the government spies on us, you know, I don't have anything to hide. And I think that's nuts because, you know, that's, a, first of all, it's a slap in the face to anybody who's ever given up their life for this country and for fighting for freedom. And secondly, you know, every little drop, every little freedom that we give up is a drop in the bucket to living in a tyrannical society and being run by dictators and pretty soon that bucket's going to fill up and you know it's if the government were like really um serious about stopping terrorism and and protecting us then how about not giving guns and money to terrorists and being in bed with them that would be a great start exactly. but they're not they're doing so many things to encourage illegal aliens to come and live here uh freely and have greater benefits than people who are living and working and paying taxes here and um so when they stop doing all that then we can talk about oh maybe if that's the last resort you want to screen my phone call but they're they're just taking our freedom away from the get-go mm -hmm. and that's totally not cool and people don't understand what they're giving up Exactly. Uh, how, how does that play into the monetary system as well? Because we're kind of losing this. We're supposed to be working really hard. Like some people my age can barely get jobs as dishwashers. Yet we're going to work right. re really hard to get something that's plummeting in value. Like, yeah, I read vertically. this article. <laughs> yeah, there's like six out of 10 like Harvard graduates uh, aren't even like they're working part time. I mean, you know, you have these, this youth who has these terrific educations and they can't even get a job. Yeah. You know, it's it's really insanity. And then What's really terrible too is the whole thing that's going on with the Federal Reserve and, our, and you mentioned our monetary system and how it's run and how it's so corrupt and how and that's on my blog and it explains it you know it explains how they're just creating money out of thin air they're just mm -hmm. typing they don't they're not even printing it anymore they're just typing digits into your bank account and they decide who gets what and and it's the cartel and and they're interested in themselves and becoming richer. Guys like Rockefeller and J.P. Morgan started the Federal Reserve back in the heyday in 1913. And um, they're interested Yeah, yeah. Their interest is them. And, and so for people to end the Federal Reserve, yeah, it would bring our, it would crush our country for a short time, but it's going downhill anyway. It's gonna, I mean, look at Greece and what's going on in Europe. This is, you know, uh, what people don't understand is it's going to happen and if we don't take care of it the right way and honestly like look at a way to fix this but but if you just follow the money trail that's where it all leads and this is all about greed and and um well whatever <laughs> like, yeah. let's see my train of thought <laughs> sorry it's all right and and certainly uh uh, uh through free, free and equal was able to be educated that the, the Federal Reserve actually either directly, somewhat directly, indirectly uh, fi financed the Commission on Presidential Debates, which was this two-party theater. Uh, Jill Stein got arrested outside uh, once, and uh, um, Gary Johnson got excluded. And, and uh, yeah, yeah they didn't, I don't even think I ever heard Romney or Obama mention their names, like, even. Uh, yeah. What, yeah. What, what do you make of that? Well, I think that I think that it doesn't matter who you vote for, Romney or Obama. It's like, well, who do you want? It's like, do you want, do you want AIDS or cancer? I mean, either way, it's like, you know, <laughs> I just that's funny. I just compared our presidents to dreadful diseases. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it's the same thing, and and the, and what as a libertarian, I'm trying to um, educate people is it's like about freedom and about limited government. You know, a lot of people marginalize libertarians and say, oh, well, they're just crazy and they don't want any government. And that's not true uh, for the majority of us is we want limited government. Yeah, we need police. We need, you know, things set up, basic necessities. But 
right now the way it's set up is they're enslaving us mm-hmm. uh, and, and they're taking our freedom away. And, and it's just, it's so gradual, each little thing that people don't realize. And then they become hysterical. And, um, and what they don't understand either is that our media is lying to us. Exactly. And, and now that we all have a camera phone, we're going to be able to, to record things and to record what's really going on and tell the truth. And it's important that young people understand this and, and we have to take our country back period, end of story. And, and if you don't, your, your children and my great-grandchildren will definitely be living uh, in a, a really scary America, you know? Exactly. And, and you mentioned the United We Stand Fest a little bit earlier. Let's go into detail about it. Talk about uh, what you're looking forward to. And uh, this is the, the million-dollar Pepsi versus Coke question. Uh, do you prefer uh, Public Enemy or the Wu-Tang Clan? <laughs> uh, well, actually, I believe the Wu-Tang Clan is going to be um, is going to be participating as well. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. If you go to freenickel.org, it's on it's on there, and I think they just announced that. Um, I'm actually on my book tour in New York right now, so when I head back to California, I'll catch up on all this. <laughs> what I'm supposed to know, but um, I'm a huge Public Enemy fan. Um, I'm a huge Golden State fan. Golden State uh, just uh, they're they have all kinds of songs everywhere, American Idol, and they were just on the uh, the season finale of The Deadliest Catch, I believe it's called. Um, really good band, and they tour all over. Saving Abel, I love Saving Abel as well. Um, and so that's, oh, there's another uh, hip-hop artist. If you Google um, Kelly Mays, K-E-L-L-E-E-M-A-I-Z-E, uh, I believe they're negotiating with her to, to perform there, and she's an amazing, this sexy little blonde hip-hop artist. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to be her, um, but I don't rap. I host, and I, uh, I I just make it fun, and I bring everybody up on stage, and I include the audience, and get. I'm really looking forward to just connecting with the young people and like bringing people up on stage and just getting everybody involved and and excited and um and and letting them hear a message. You know, this but my book, you know, I don't get for it's mostly just stupid nonsense comedy, but. Uh, there's a few little messages in there, you know, um, and it, and and also it's just about, you know, people will vote with you if you're popular or funny. And right now, all the funny comedians happen to be liberal, and um, and they're spreading a message. And I I actually have a lot of liberal friends, and I love them, and I love their message. I'm for gay rights. I'm for a woman's right to choose, um, equality for all, and you know, legalize marijuana, all of that. Here, here. Um, yeah. So um, because you can do it, you you know, I'm a grown woman, but I I. Uh, I have a street credit, you know, I have great kids, I have perfect credit, I have a, a successful career in life, and, um, you know, and I've lived my life, I have freedom, and I've lived my life responsibly, so I'm proof, and I can be a face of honest uh, integrity and responsibility, and, um, and it's, you know, it, it's about not being controlled by our government, and it's about I forget what the question was. I'm just rambling. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, just uh, just what you what what you think about the United We Stand Fest and oh uh, yeah 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 definitely. If your um, uh, listeners, watchers, whatever, um, <laughs> go to freeandequal.org. They'll get a lot more information. They can go to my website elizabethzero.com. Actually, I need to link those two up. It's a new website, so I'm gonna put a link on there. But um, you know, I think it's great. I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. I'm thrilled to be a part of it. I was just at the Zeitgeist Festival. Um, which is about uh, positivity and um, truth and um, using your gifts and your talents as artists and musicians and um, talent uh, comedians as well to um, spread you know a positive spiritual healthy message and that's that's also what I'm about as well as like you know all the stuff that's going on with our our food supply and Monsanto oh, yeah. 
GMOs. That's that's a whole nother can of worms we could go into. Um, but but there's so much going on. There's and 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 the point is is that because we're overwhelmed with technology, people are just tuning out. Mm-hmm. And um, and we need to have people willing to stand up uh, in my position and um, and help them get tuned back in. Do, do you think part of that is because of, like you said, the, the mainstream media that you uh, count, e- even though uh, you may not be 100% political all the time, right. uh, I think it's definitely a good thing. It helps people, you know, uh, get away from the madness of war and uh, prevent their heads from exploding. But what, what do you think the value of honest media is, whether it be through uh, comedy, like you said, most people are, are liberals, um, uh, maybe what, what is holding them back? And what do you make of also uh, mainstream news media that is preventing young people from actually um, knowing the truth? Well, what's preventing mainstream media? It's all follow the money trail. Mm-hmm. It's all about money, and it's also and then and it and you go down to the power. And so the people who want the power and the control uh, are influencing the media. And um, you know, every time I go on Geraldo, you can look at my site meter, and the government's on my website, and <laughs> uh, they're watching me. And <laughs> it's like, okay, got it. Hi guys. Um, and so you you we have to understand that this is this is bigger than what we really realize, and. Mm-hmm. Um, when you speak out for freedom and truth, you know, I have no interest, like, I don't need to be famous, I don't need any more money, I like it, you know, I'd like to, you know, have more jobs, of course, I love to work, but, um, but, you know, I could do a lot of things and, you know, just join the, the liberal Hollywood group, but they're being led like sheep, and they're, they're being lied to, and, you know, one of my good liberal friends, he's like, well, well you know, what about, like, you know, conservatives never give to, um, to charity, and I'm like, well, no, that's not true. I mean, I personally volunteered in my church for 10 years. I was in the prison ministry for five years, and but it's my choice to who I want to give to. I'm not giving my money to the government who's going to take it and irresponsibly hand it out to a bunch of freeloaders or to terrorists. You know, I want to know where my money's going, and I'm, I'm happy to give to charity, uh, but I'm going to give to the charity that I can hold accountable. And the point is, is not being enslaved uh, to have to give and and it's just you know pretty soon you keep going to the same well how many times can you keep taking from the american people and we're in poverty i mean look at the city of detroit you know they're suffering this country is suffering and we're giving money you know to these countries right now that are in an upheaval and you know god bless them i hope they're you know people will be okay and i and i hate to see anyone suffer but you know you've got to take care of your own and if you know, if I parented my children the way this government is parenting and governing this United States, my kids would be jerks. And right now, my kids are awesome. So they always have been. But that's because you don't just give them everything they want. And you don't, you know, you, you have to teach people and, and get them to appreciate uh, and, um, and work for what they earn. Definitely. And a lot of these people in the media, they go on and they, play, they have super soaker parties at the vice president's house. And it, yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's not interesting. It's insane. Yeah. It's That's totally, a much better word. <laughs> yeah, it's not cool. And we've got it's like, okay, I get it. You know, this is like, you know, it's just out of control, really. Yeah. Um, the waste that's going on, and and we're trying to expose it, but you know, the media doesn't want to. The media wants to, you know, they want to keep their jobs. You know, they don't want the government shutting them down and discrediting them. And you know, I'm sure at some point, you know, keep this video because I'm sure, and you know, mark my words, knock on wood. Uh, at some point, the media is going to try to discredit or embarrass me, and it's too late because I already beat them to the punch. I wrote this book, and I <laughs> everything, and I and I expose what. 
a ridiculous person I am. And there's <laughs> nothing anybody can say to me that I won't say out loud. And I have no problem with it. Come after me. See if I care. <laughs> Definitely. And, and I think it's just it's an interesting uh, kind of paradigm where the Federal Reserve was passed by a Democrat, yet a lot of Democrats claim to be anti-Wall Street or anti-1%. And this president, President Obama, has got to be the most pro-Wall Street, warmongering uh, president since George W. Bush. Uh, what, what do you make of that? Just an unwillingness to see the, the reality versus just blind faith to thinking it there a certain way. Well, it's, it's all hypocrisy. And when it comes down to it, it just doesn't make sense. You know, it's like if you, it just, not, none of it even, it doesn't, there's no rhyme or reason. I mean, there is a rhyme or reason. It's, it's greed and money on yep. their part. But it's, um, you know, you can tell yourself you're this awesome, wonderful, giving person, but it's a lie. It's a bunch of bull, you know. You've got Michelle Obama, and, and, and I love what she's doing with the kids in this country. It's like, you know, starting a campaign to, to teach them to eat better, and I'm encouraging them to, to do that. But what's happening is, is kids are, they have to take a piece of fruit on their tray. And then what's happening is, is they're just, they're using their apple or their orange and their target practice right into the trash can. <laughs> and so now, so then she goes on and she's like, stop throwing, you know, your food away. And it's like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't talk to my child. I'll talk to my child. I'll tell my child what to eat and what not to eat. That's our responsibility. And so she's, they're taking on the responsibility of like, well, we have to govern and parent and tell you what to do. And it's like, no, you don't. There, yeah, there's a lot of idiots out there, uh, which is why I wrote this book. <laughs> no, but uh, who don't Doesn't know cost millions of dollars. Yeah, but it's like, but it's not my taxpayer dollar and responsibility to save everybody in the world and to teach them. It's like, if, if, if you have your government constantly governing you and telling you what to do, well, when are you going to do it yourself? Exactly. You know, when are you going to grow up as a person? And this is how you parent. You teach them and then you have to let them make the mistakes. And sometimes, yeah, people are going to die or they're going to suffer. We can't be, you know, a savior to everyone. But, but the point is, is you have to teach people how to take responsibility for themselves. Definitely. And you brought up how she's uh, trying to push healthy foods to kids. Doing that as, as her husband signs the Monsanto Protection Act. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that you just said that, Alex. That's so smart. I mean, I, it's exactly the truth. It's like... All the countries in Europe outlawed. I think Connecticut just passed a law too. Good for Connecticut. Um, but it's it's insane. I mean, what people don't understand is this food is just like straight out poison. It's yeah. poisoning us. But now and they're throwing uh, aspartame in, into the milk to make it sweeter and more appealing. But I just learned that aspartame, <laughs> a Monsanto chemical, is is the excrement of genetically modified bacteria. So it's mutant bacteria doo doo. What do you make of that? Yum! Sounds delicious. Well, first of all, I never gave my children cow's milk anyway, like from the get-go. Even 25 years ago, I was like, no, this is stuff, this is not good for you. I'm allergic to it anyway, but even though my kids aren't allergic to it, I'm like, you're not drinking this crap. So, um, yeah, you know, it's it's all, uh, you know, I, it's the milk company, it's the food company, you know. If they can genetically modify our seeds and can, and kill off all the other seeds, they can control the food supply. Mm -hmm. Like the Federal Reserve is controlling our money, like the government is controlling, you know, it's like everybody, it's all about money and it's all about control. Mm -hmm. And um, and when people understand that, then they're like, oh, okay. But, you know, the amount of money that Monsanto threw into their campaign in California didn't pass and I was so upset um, and, and everybody's so health conscious in California, you'd think they'd figure it out. Yeah. But um, but the, the commercials were straight out lies and misleading and, and confusing. And, it, mm -hmm. it, you know, I'd watch some of the commercials and I'd go, oh, yeah, maybe that is bad. And, I'm, and I knew it wasn't, but I could see why someone would go, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. 
So <laughs> the t- the tagline at the end of the at the end of each ad was like paid for by Monsanto Corporation. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> for those just joining, I'm speaking with Elizabeth I'm a Zero. She's a radio talk show host, comedian, and uh, author of Etiquette for Idiots and Other Stupid Stories. Um, talk a bit about uh, future things you're doing. Um, uh, w- with either uh, radio or or yeah. author authoring or anything else. Yeah, well, I'm on my book tour right now, so we just are doing that, and I'm cruising around. Um, I have been well. I'm talking to some other people. I have some offers right now. I guess I can't really say what those are. Sure. <laughs> but, um, but I've been talking a lot with Ben Swan. Are you familiar with Ben Swan? Oh yeah, I interviewed him before. Oh yeah, he's a really cool guy, and oh, yeah. so we're trying to figure out something that we might be able to do together, which is really cool. Um, and I've been doing some videos. If you go on my website, I've been working with this um, this group called Hancock Park uh, Park Patriots, and um, we just did a video. Um, there's two videos up now. It's one's the Bill of Needs, and it's basically talking about like we trying government. You're trying to tell me what I need. I don't think so. <laughs> and then uh, we also talk about the IRS and just nail the IRS, uh, awesome. even though. Yeah, and just holding them accountable. And then we just shot kind of a funny one. Uh, it hasn't, it's not edited, but check back to ElizabethZero.com uh, in the next couple of weeks, and it should be up. Um, and it's, uh, I play one of many reporters uh, asking Anthony Weiner about his Weiner. <laughs> so, yeah, and just kind of making fun of people like that. And I have, I have a, a blog, too, about, um, about Bob Filner, Mayor Bob Filner, and Anthony Weiner, <laughs> my take on that. It's like... You can read it if you want, or your viewers can read it. Um, but you know, uh, so those are kinds of some of the things I'm doing right now, and um, and I'm just you know continuing. I'm hosting and working with Free and Equal, and um, I'm just seeing what opportunities come my way, and we'll see what happens with this book. Hopefully, it's doing actually doing really well. It's sort of blowing up, which is a big surprise. Awesome. Um, not a big surprise to me. I kind of felt like it would, but uh, it's happening fast, and it's exciting. So. Definitely, yeah. and it sounds awesome about the Ben Swan thing. I know he got like a hundred thousand dollars plus like a single fifteen thousand dollar Bitcoin donation. It was really, it was really interesting. I'm looking forward to what he has to uh, offer in the future. Yeah, he's he's an amazing guy, and I'm really proud of him. And and uh, and what's cool is like you know I want to I like to pair up with really smart people who know facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was sitting, I had dinner with uh, Ann Coulter, um, and she was cool. She gave me a blurb on my book, which is nice, and she. Um, She's she can has an amazing recall with history and facts. I don't have that. I'm like I don't even know what I had for breakfast this morning. I think it was a banana. But um, <laughs> but you know I can interject the funny and fun and make it you know so it's just not so heavy and and it's yeah. it's listenable. You know you just can't have people. You know Bill O'Reilly's great, but I don't want to have Bill O'Reilly yelling at me all day long. You know. Yeah. Um, and so you know put a little color and and fun in, in the uh, in the mix and make it make it good. Definitely. <laughs> Do you have any final words for our listeners? And, and again, um, uh, tell them where you, they can find you on social media and online. Yeah, yeah. This is my book, Etiquette for Idiots and Other Stupid Stories. And you can go to ElizabethZero.com, and there's direct links to Amazon. Uh, you can get it on um, your – you can get a print. You can get it on uh, your Kindle or your Nook. Um, and then there's a lot of pages. I have this great website designer uh, named Zach Damon out of England. And um, – he just designed all these really fun pages. So there's pictures in my blog and a Q&A and my radio tour. So where you can tune in and hear me, um, you know, over the next month or so while I'm doing that. So thanks for having me, Alex. No problem. And, and uh, I've been speaking with Elizabeth. I'm a zero. Visit ElizabethZero.com. Thank you again very, very much for joining the program. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. 
And if you'd like to check out the United We Stand Festival, it is actually now spring 2014, um, backed by the University of California, Los Angeles. So, yeah, it is no longer October 12th, so it is spring 2014 if you'd like to see uh, Elizabeth there. Uh, her book is also, again, Etiquette for Idiots and Other Stupid Stories. Probably you can find it on Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles uh, anywhere. And again, check it out for spring 2014. Uh, a lot of cool people will be there, aside from just Public Enemy and the Wu-Tang Clan. So keep updated at unitedwestandfest.com. Again, spring 2014, and uh, and keep an eye out for that. It should be awesome. We definitely need kind of a way to exponentially uh, get rid of the lesser of two evils syndrome uh, that people have in this country, and, and, and especially get the young people out to start rejecting the two-party system as it stands, and uh, I, I really enjoy uh, what that stands for, and uh, can't wait. I can't wait to see people like Chuck D and everybody like that come out against the two-party system because it is so very much necessary in this country. And so many things happen, you know, each and every day that it makes this more and more necessary. Yeah, because it was originally going to be in uh, in Arkansas, but that was before the whole Syria thing happened. So there's definitely a increase of, of momentum in the direction. So I think as time and time goes on, there's going to be more incidents by the governments, whether it be uh, warmongering, uh, false flags, new policies, just continual oppression of our rights. Uh, these things are, are more and more necessary. So be sure to check it out. Coming in April 2014 at UCLA. Before we play music, I think it is time to go to the news. And this... Hours news segment is brought to you by copblock.org. This is their police accountability report. The police accountability report brought to you by copblock.org. Coplock is a decentralized project supported by a diverse group of individuals united by their shared goals of police accountability, education of individual rights, and the dissemination of effective tactics to utilize while filming police. From Keene in the Shire, the Liberty Media Capital of the World, this is Daryl W. Perry, host of the Police Accountability Report, brought to you by Coplock.org. This week, a story that should cause anyone critically thinking to see that those wearing badges aren't always operating with the best of intentions. Andrew Johnson, vice principal at Riverside High School, and Corporal Richard Lane are named as co-defendants in a civil rights suit filed by Betsy Frame. In her suit, filed September 10th in Kanawha Circuit Court, Frame alleges Johnson and Lane falsely imprisoned and arrested her daughter, a special education student, nearly two years ago when they mistook her reaction to waking up from a seizure-induced nap as an act of aggression. Frame's daughter, identified as B.D., as early as 2009, was diagnosed with epilepsy, Asperger's syndrome, attention deficit, social anxiety, and seizure disorders. Prior to enrolling her at Riverside for the 2011-2012 school year, 
Frame worked with the Board of Education in developing an independent education plan for BD. The IEP made reference that a symptom of BD's Asperger syndrome caused her to be selectively mute, rarely speaking to anyone regardless of the interaction. Also, her epilepsy caused BD to sometimes go into a sleeping seizure whereby she would appear asleep and upon awaking appear to be dazed, confused, and disoriented. According to the suit, BD, on November 18, 2011, at about 7.30 a.m., experienced a sleeping seizure in Riverside's special education classroom. Johnson was summoned to the classroom when the teacher, who is not identified in the complaint, was unable to get a response from her. About 15 minutes later, Johnson arrived in the classroom with Lane, who is assigned to Riverside as its prevention resource officer. Instead of inquiring about her medical status, the suit claims they gave BD multiple warnings to awaken and come down to the office. After Johnson was unable to get a response from BD after tapping on her shoulder at least once, Lane then issued several verbal commands for BD to sit up and then proceeded to tap her on the shoulder. The suit says when that proved unsuccessful, Lane placed his hand on her elbow and further asked her to go to the office. This caused BD to be awakened from her seizure, whereupon she smacked Lane's arm. In response, Lane placed his hand under her right bicep and jerked her completely out of her chair, placed her under arrest by throwing her to the ground, face down, and forcibly placing her hands in cuffs behind her back. Following her arrest, Lane took BD to his cruiser and bound her legs with zip ties before later transporting her to the Kanawha Magistrate Court, where he charged her with battery on a police officer, obstructing, and disturbance of schools. Though the charges were later dropped on an unspecified date, BD was subsequently suspended from Riverside. The arrest and suspension, Frame says, have had a devastating impact on BD's health as she now disengages in the world around her due to her selective mutism and not only remains unable to sleep alone at night, but also is afraid of male authority figures and people in uniforms. Also, Frame maintains she's experienced unspecified health-related problems from attending numerous administrative hearings and medical appointments for BD since that date. That's this week's Police Accountability Report brought to you by CopBlock.org. I hope you'll take a moment to consider just what it is that you are being forced to pay for with your taxation and speak out against the violence and the corruption. Until next week, stay safe and remember that badges don't grant extra rights. When you're in our county and you want to drive, just remember... The traffic in the North County, San Diego area on this september 23rd night at 6 45 p.m is a 20 mile slowdown on the 78 westbound at barham and woodland five northbound at five northbound from eight westbound has a 39 mile per hour slowdown and uh, that about does it for the north county san diego area where you would be able to be picking up am 1320 it is 74 degrees outside in San Marcos, where KKSM broadcasts out of. And that was your news broadcasting live from KKSM for KKSM and LRN.FM. That has been your news. And if you missed out any part of the episode, the podcast will be up tomorrow on iTunes. Just search for Free Thought and look for Free Thought AAC. My guest in the last hour was Elizabeth Imus Zero, daughter of radio 
icon Don Imus. She is going to be the MC of the United We Stand Festival put on by Free and Equal Elections. That is in spring of 2014. Uh, just been announced um, that the UCLA is fully backing it, so they want to make it right, uh, postponing it from October 12th to spring of 2014. And uh, that includes Public Enemy and the Wu-Tang Clan and to smash the two-party political system because it is about damn time with all the wars they wage and the p- slaughter, the bodies, the trail of blood. Um, the war party must go. And what better way than uh, Flavor Flav? And of course, Miss Zero, my last guest. Um, and so I want to play some Public Enemy and some Wu-Tang Clan. Um, my guest in the next hour is... Matt McKinney, he is also uh, scheduled to speak at the uh, United We Stand Fest in spring of 2014 at UCLA. Uh, he has a cool alternative media site where it's just basically kind of like a centralized hub for different alternative media outlets. Um, you know, numerous, uh, you know, because there's so many out there, but it's a gr- uh, kind of a central way to get information uh, on a range of subjects. So we'll talk about a lot of stuff related to that. Um, but I want to play 911 is a joke by Public Enemy. And then after that, Protect Your Neck by the Wu Tang Clan. You could see them spring 2014 at UCLA, the United We Stand Fest. Get educated, have some fun. And uh, yeah, the, the revolution thing has the backwards love in it for a reason. 911 is a joke and Protect Your Neck. Here on KKSM, the Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network, freethoughtmedia.org. There's not a minute to spare. Going, going, gone. Now I dialed 911 a long time ago. Don't you see how late they're reacting? They only come and they come when they wanna. So get the motor truck and then bomb the corner. They don't care because they stay paid anyway. They treat you like an ace that can't be betrayed. I know you stumble with no use people. If your life is on the line, then you're dead today. Late comers with the late comers, stretching that's a body bag. In disguise, y'all, I'll bet ya. I call them body snatchers because they come to fetch you with an autopsy ambulance just to dissect ya. They are the kings because they swing amputation. Lose your arms, your legs, and then compilation. I can prove it to you, watch the rotation. It all adds up to a fucking situation. So get up and get, get, get down. Get, get, get down, 911 is joking, yo, town. Get up, but get, get, get. 
so book me. Not long is how long that this rhyme took me. Ejected styles from my lethal weapon. My pen that rocks from here to Oregon. Here's more again. Catch it like a psycho flashback. I love gats. Rap was a gun. You wouldn't bust back. I come all types of shapes and sounds. And where I lounge is my stomping grounds. I give an order to my peeps across the water to go and snatch up props all around the border and get far like a shooting star. Cause who I are is living the life of Pablo Escobar. Point blank as I kick the square bits. Yo, chill with the feedback, black, we don't need that It's 10 o'clock, ho, where the f*** see that? Feeling mad hostile, ran out postal Going like Christ when I speak the gospel Stroll with the holy roll, then attack the globe With the buckets, style the ruckus Ten times ten men committing mad sin Turn the other cheek and I'll break the shit Slain boom bangs like African drugs Coming around the mountain when I come Crazy flamboyant for the rap enjoyment My clan increased like black unemployment Another one dare took a genius. Take us the f out of here. The woo was too slamming for these coke killer labels. So ain't had hits since I seen Aunt Mabel. Be doing all the sin like Kane did Abel. Now they money's getting stuck to the gum under the table. That's what you get when you misuse what I invent. Your empire falls and you lose every cent. We're trying to blow up a scrub. Now that thought is just as bright as a 20 watt light bulb. Should have pumped it when I rocked it. So stingy, they got short arms and deep pockets. This goes on in some companies with majors that scared to death to pump these. First of all, who's your A&R? A mountain climber who plays an electric guitar. But he don't know the meaning of dope when he's looking for a suit and tie rap that's cleaner than a bar soap. And I'm the dirtiest thing in sight. Matter of fact, bring out the girls and let's have a mud fight. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. Why don't you go over by the radio and listen to see if they play my song? You're listening to KKSM. Ease our suffering in this our moment of great despair. I like Raisin Brand. AM 1320. Well, I wish I could get that excited about Buck. Let's go while we're young. The Radio Revolution. Now I know why tigers eat their young, you know. Since time began, tyrants have taken aim at personal liberties. Now there's a movie that aims back. The government has no more right to tell us what to put in our bodies than they have to take our guns or tell us what books we can read. I wonder how prohibitionists would feel if they saw medical marijuana vastly improve the life of someone dear to them. Today, many cops who enforce pot laws do so only because it provides them with cushy jobs, good benefits, and a chance to push people around. I was an undercover narcotics officer. The drug war is nothing but a farce. Six drug police were eaten by bears while raiding a marijuana farm. On your knees, you dirty hippies! Jesus. On your knees! What's the problem, officer? The Second Amendment says you gotta keep you and your gat intact. Guns and Weed, The Road to Freedom. A film by Michael W. Dean and Nima Vidati. Available from GunsAndWeed.com. Hey, this is Serena, and I host Sunday Morning Java and Jazz. Get up with the sun and grab a paper and a cup of coffee and join me as we explore new jazz. Old jazz, Latin jazz, and smooth jazz. We will update you on jazz events and concerts coming to our area and share interviews with the greatest artists in the jazz world. That's Sunday Morning Java and Jazz, right here on KKSM AM 1320, your radio revolution.
Are you tired of governments murdering people around the world? Stop using their money. There is an alternative. Bitcoin is a stateless, free market, non-political currency. Bitcoin cannot be inflated or controlled by any government. By using their money, you are helping the state. Stop doing it. You have an incredible alternative available now. Learn it. Use it. Spread it. Get started with Bitcoin at WeUseCoins.com. That's WeUseCoins.com. Hi, I'm Derek J. I don't want a politician to represent me. To me, government is the idea that one group of people can coerce everyone to comply with an edict or face increasing punishments up to and including death. Despite perhaps the most noble of intentions, the best government services are a far cry from what could be provided for by voluntary interactions. Besides, the people who call themselves the government wage wars and put peaceful people in jail for crimes involving no victims. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The empire does not require my consent. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. You can order your copy of the Director's Cut DVD now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. What does freedom mean? Tune in to LRN.FM to find out. LRN.FM is the Liberty Radio Network, a collection of live talk radio and podcasts, all coming from a principled pro-liberty perspective. LRN.FM show hosts aren't left, right, or conspiracy kooks. You can tune in 24-7 to LRN.FM via your phone, computer, satellite, and more. Listen free anytime at LRN.FM. That's LRN.FM. KKSM Oceanside. What is it you're doing? I'm using the chicken to measure. Now, have you ever used the chicken to measure? AM 1320. I got so hot until I started to, to use a chicken head to measure it. The Radio Revolution. Welcome back to Free Thought Radio, guys. Freethoughtmedia.org. Broadcasting live on KKSM Oceanside, AM 1320. The Radio Revolution every Monday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. My guest in the last hour was Elizabeth Imazero, radio host Don Imus's daughter. Uh, my guest in this hour is Matt McKinney, co-founder of the alternative media website intellectualrevolution.tv. Uh, over the, ne the next few weeks, on September 30th, I have Pasha Roberts, the director of the movie Silver Circle, Davi Barker, who is part of Bitcoin Not Bombs, Muslims for Liberty, and shinybadges.com, as well as John Beza, who's a retired... New York Police Department officer from Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. October 7th, I have Christina Tobin, who is the founder and chair of the Free and Equal Elections Foundation, who are doing the United We Stand Fest at UCLA in April 2014. Uh, check that out. Also, Ernest Hancock on that same episode. He's the publisher of freedomsphoenix.com and the radio host of Declare Your Independence right here on LRN.FM. But of course, uh, let me get to my next guest, who not only does um, uh, alternative media site for political enlightenment, but spiritual enlightenment and, uh, and uh, uh, ways to increase positivity, not just in the world and the way we treat each other, uh, but in the way uh, we look within. Uh, so he will describe what intellectualrevolution.tv is all about 
Joining me now is Matt McKinney. He is the co-founder of the website intellectualrevolution.tv. Matt, welcome to the program. Great to be with you, Alex. No problem. So tell us a bit about your athletic uh, career, both uh, in college and professionally, uh, how you met uh, your other co-founder, Ty Loomis, his athletic uh, career, and how that led to intellectualrevolution.tv. Well, um, personally, I was—I uh, grew up as a basketball player. My uh, my dad and my uncle were both college basketball players. My my uncle got drafted by the Knicks, and so uh, nice. that was a big part of my life growing up. And um, I ended up moving from San Fernando Valley outside of L.A. to um, a small wine town called San Inez, just north of Santa Barbara. And uh, volleyball was a big sport up there, so um, I picked up volleyball and um, was blessed enough to receive a scholarship at UCLA for both basketball and volleyball. Um, so uh, I had uh, some multiple health issues that took place in college and um, ended up uh, finding my place with the U.S. national team for men's volleyball after college. And uh, I played three years of pro indoor volleyball in Greece, Puerto Rico, and Italy. And um, my first season in Puerto Rico, I actually met Ty Loomis, who is my current business partner today. Um, Ty has been playing professionally on the uh, Pro Beach Volleyball Tour for the last 10 years, and he would occasionally pick up indoor contracts uh, to play in Puerto Rico. So I met him there. Um, so that was, that was the start of our relationship, and, and we started dialoguing back and forth about documentaries. Um, you know, when, when you're in other countries, you don't have American TV, so uh, you don't have those distractions, and you start uh, seeking out other forms of information through the Internet. And, um, you know, after watching uh, a few of the Zeitgeist films and, and uh, contemplating those, it just kind of led us down uh, a rabbit hole of, of seeking truth. And um, three years after I met Ty, I, I finished my uh, pro indoor career. And, um, and that was when I moved in with Ty. And we just went down the rabbit hole of, of searching for truth and trying to completely comprehend our country and, um, and the future. And uh, eventually we, we landed on the idea of compiling all the great intellectual speakers in the documentaries we were watching and featuring short segments of them breaking down global challenges and whatever potential solutions they're providing. So what, what was the foundation, uh, philosophically speaking, um, what was kind of like the thing that kicked the uh, snowball uh, rolling? Um, uh, what principles, uh, what, what maybe what literatures... Um, Kind of, and what is that foundational philosophy? Um, you know, I, I I would have to say that that Ron Paul had a big uh, foundational uh, imprint on us. Uh, you know, both of us were pretty unconcerned with politics um, up until listening to Ron speak um, as he was gearing up for uh, the 2012 campaign, and. Um, Essentially, I think that we saw the positive attributes of both the Democratic and Republican perspectives through Ron's ideology. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's kind of what led us down the path of uh, learning more about individual uh, natural rights to liberty and personal freedom and anti-interventionalism. Uh, you know, obviously we're very anti-war ourselves. Mm -hmm. So um, that was kind of the start. And then from there, you know, it just compiled into us learning about 
more and more great intellectual speakers, whether it be Chris Hedges or uh, Cornell West or uh, Thomas Woods. Um, I could go on for days. Uh, Jacques Fresco, you know, in the um, futurist side of things. Peter Joseph is another one of the probably the most prominent young philosopher in our country right now. And, um, you know, they all bring up perspectives of, you know, how are we going to change the world for the better and how are we going to create solutions? And, you know, we realized that that was something that's lacking in modern media today mm -hmm. is a platform where you can find intellectual speakers presenting their solutions so that we can create synthesis and come up with solutions to the, the, the many global challenges that we're faced with. Mm -hmm. And certainly you mentioned, like, the media is the problem. It's so controlled and, and so contrived that we never hear truths about things. We never see things the way they are. It's, it's just a big propaganda machine to sell wars and and uh, and you know chemical-based products and and uh, talk a bit about why is it important in order to break that w that we make our own media like you've done with intellectualrevolution.tv and what are some of the like there there are definitely like a lot of breakdowns and there's you know there's different categories like enlighten and engage what are those different areas and what are the breakdowns of of those uh, different concepts. Okay, well, so the, uh, the pr proprietal uh, educational process that we provide with Intellectual Revolution is a five-step process, which is also the five main categories of the website. And that is educate, enlighten, empower, engage, and evolve. So what we call this is the intellectual revolution journey. And it is how we as individuals can take ourselves from a benign part of the problem into a consciously responsible part of the solution. So, you know, one is educate, and that is based around global challenges. You know, becoming aware of the major issues that face mankind currently. Mm -hmm. um, and then two is um, enlighten, where... You know, how are we going to deal with these grave issues? You know, are we just going to turn our back against them? Are we going to keep our minds in the entertainment world and just zone it out? Or are we going to own up to it? And the truth be known, the only way we can own up to it is by creating some sort of spiritual foundation and moral foundation in terms of, of what is right and wrong. And, uh, and the only way to do that is to find yourself. So, you know, as Lao Tzu uh, once said... Um, those who know others are wise. Those who know themselves are enlightened. And uh, it's a very profound statement, and that is the true foundation of enlightenment, is, mm -hmm. is searching inward and, and finding you know, that spiritual self, um, heart consciousness, essentially. So then it's um, empower, and you know, it's, it's how, who are the empowered leaders and um, and who are the inspirational leaders of our time that we can find as examples to help us gather the strength that we need to be the change we want to see in the world? And engage is, uh, the category is all based around solutions and the different solutions being provided by the intellectuals. And finally, um, the evolution category, which is about conscious consuming and conscious uh, corporations, um, organic farming and gardening, um, futurist and human sustainability. So, you know, the, the website really just is a full spectrum of life, both socially, spiritually, economically, and politically. Definitely. And you mentioned a, a key point, which is, you know, knowing thyself. And, and the problem with, with 
the way our society is now is thanks to the media and everything that people don't have a sense of self. They kind of just jump from trend to trend or whatever is cool. But even that's a distraction from, you know, that we're killing people in other countries. That is also another loop-de-loop is that, you know, that if you're not yourself, you're very much easily molded rather than having a solid foundation, a spine or whatever you would call it. Why is it so important that people do have a sense of self so that then, then they kind of have this objective morality, knowing what's right and wrong, and, and then and then not being easily molded by the people that want to mold us for uh, for bad reasons. Yeah, well, you know, I, I kind of look at the natural progression of our society over the last hundred years and the impact that the Industrial Revolution and the Technological Revolution has had on culture. And it is essentially what, it, what it's become is that... Um, materialism has taken place of spirituality. Um, And now as we're in the age of information, you could even say that entertainment has taken the place of spirituality. So we're a a culture that is searching externally for gratification um, as opposed to searching internally and creating it from within and, and, and discovering the values which could ultimately create a beautiful society that we all want to see. But we're giving that power up currently. Um, We are allowing, uh, you know, whatever external factors to make the decisions for us when uh, we are gauging life based around material possessions. Um, So, you know, in our um, intellectual revolution logo, um, the O in revolution is, is a heart. Um, and it has the flower of life in it. So um, trying to project the sacred geometry of heart consciousness and getting in touch with ourselves to create the peaceful revolution that will end um, you know, this de-empowering uh, way of just allowing um, the powers that be to continue essentially destroying our planet. Exactly. For those just joining, I'm speaking with Matt McKinney. He's the co-founder of IntellectualRevolution.tv. It it is an education website, uh, independent media, and and more. Um, So we talk about, uh, you know, discovering yourself rather than being as part of a herd mentality, that we are individuals, and and individualism is important, but also a part of that, you know, that we are kind of all kind of interconnected and and, and, and the, what we lose, uh, especially nowadays with nationalism, is that we think people on another side of an imaginary borderline are less human, therefore they deserve to be droned to death. Um, how can we put ourselves in other children's shoes? You know, again, we're all individuals. We're not necessarily, like, bonded to each other as slaves to uh, serve another people, but we are as supposed to, you know, not... We, killing is not necessary. How, how, how are we to be better stewards of, of our own humanity uh and not only realize our individuality but that we should you know uh care about other people other than ourselves and especially when other people are killing them in our names well the thing that i can say not to do is to not perpetuate the same cycle that is already being played out in front of us and that is force Mm -hmm. coercion to somehow create a peaceful situation on earth and 
if we keep that's another external factor that we don't have control over in our lives and you know until we as individuals can seek harmony and inner peace ourselves and we can lead by example um, inspiring others to live a life similar to that then eventually one day we can create the type of collective consciousness we need to transform our planet but if we continue perpetuating the cycle of trying to force and coerce other people into believing the same beliefs that we have, that harmony or inner peace and collective consciousness can make the change, then uh, we're essentially just falling back into the same trap that we've been in. So, you know, that is Jim Morrison, uh, the great poet, uh, uh, songwriter, philosopher, um, has a great quote where he says, there cannot be any large-scale revolution until there's a personal revolution on an individual level. And the only things that we have power over in our life is spiritual and intellectual uh, rights of ourself. And so to be the change we want to see in the world, we have to influence others. And that is the, the principal concept of intellectual revolution. It's a personal revolution and leading by example, not by force. Exactly. In regards to, you know, how, how things are going to affect us in the future to not be able to do this kind of ties into what I want to talk about next, which is the monetary system and the environment. If we if we lose our monetary system, we could barely, you know, afford anything, uh, let alone uh, activism to try to get other people to not accept this. Um, and then, as well as you know, you know, when it comes to uh, geoengineering or, or or dumping toxins into the air or, or you know, nuclear radiation, fluoride, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's, you know, the people that wage war obviously don't give a damn about human life. They don't realize the fragility of life that these things could literally cause us all to shrivel up and die. How can we, you know, avoid using the monetary system? I know on, on your, through your guys' uh, media uh, outreaches like Facebook and et cetera, you talk a lot about things like Bitcoin and counter-economy and everything like that. And then you also expose things like chemtrails and, and other things that are, that are going to make it a, a tough place to live on, on this planet. Um, Given, given, given that these things are being dispersed kind of massively over all of us, maybe making things inhabitable like it is in Vietnam with the, the Agent Orange that Monsanto sprayed everywhere during the Vietnam War. How do we overcome those things, and, uh, and why would overcoming those things lead to a better future? Yeah, there, there definitely is a, a wide a range of um, levels of controlling consciousness that are currently taking place. Uh, you know, chemtrails is a pretty disturbing um, issue, considering where you're putting uh, aluminum dioxide, um, you know, a, me a metal which inhibits cognitive function on a very high level, um, and then fluoride on top of that, which also has been proven to do the exact same to lower IQ rates. Um, you know, all of these are, are there, uh, you know, to help control um, the people, you know, it's to protect the status quo. Uh, and, um, you know, we have to rise above that. So 
Um, you know, before we started the interview, Alex, I know we were talking a little bit about um, algae proteins and um, uh, chlorella and spirulina and how important these are to be taking these as dietary supplements because um, chlorella and spirulina have to be grown indoors because they attract metals. So now because of the aluminum dioxide being sprayed with chemtrails, this is how you combat against it is that you find the, the, the organic companies like Health Force nutritionals, for example, um, who are growing their algae indoors. It's completely uh, metal-free, and that's actually going to detoxify your own body so that you can be as spiritual as you can be during this transitional phase. Um, and, you know, the truth be known, the monetary system is... Uh, you know, not in a good place right now. Um, there is so much debt that needs to be deleveraged, and it's just a matter of time before it happens. So, you know, we're all just in prepare mode right now. And, um, you know, I guess the the thing that we try to promote is is conscious awareness and, and learning about the issues at hand and then getting prepared yourself so that you can be a leader when the next big downturn of the economic system takes place. Um, because at the end phase of all this, um, you know, we're going to have to reconstruct society and um, society is going to be looking for, for leaders uh, through the chaos. And the leaders are going to be the spiritually based people who took the time to prepare themselves mentally and physically and make their bodies as pure as possible and their minds and hearts as pure as possible because um, it's not going to be an easy road ahead. Exactly. And there, there needs to be, you know, that, that's why the intellectual revolution needs to take place because in the past, in times of crisis, people turn to people that actually turn out to be dictators, uh, promising solutions for everything that people need to, uh, if, we just ha if we just overthrow what we have now but no underlying principles, we might fall into that same uh, trap. But if we actually have some foundations, we could look for people that actually seek peace as a solution rather than seek just more war as a solution and, and claim it to be something else. Um, so I want to talk more about this after the break, uh, but you're listening to uh, Free Thought Radio on KKSM and LRN.FM. Hey, Ringo, play something hot, will you? Keep your radio tuned right where it is. I'm not your ordinary, everyday fool. You want a free oven mitt! You're listening to KKSM. AM 1320. Somebody stepping a duck. The radio revolution. Things are going to start happening to me now. The federal government would like to remind you that while some will tell you to think for yourself, this is not necessary as we have taken care of this for you. Simply pledge allegiance to those who keep you safe and avoid dangerous behavior, worst of which, questioning authority. How long do you want to live in blissful ignorance while each day the state assumes more power over you and your stuff? Do you remember signing off on that? Or do you accept it because it is what it is? I'm sure it feels real nice to tune out, hang out at the mall with your BFFs, and if you have a problem, just vote for the other power-hungry political party for your solutions. I don't have the luxury because one day I found something out. I own myself. And you know what useful thing is in there? My brain! The state can keep trying to tell you what to do from the barrel of a gun, but it's up to you to decide who controls your thoughts. Free your mind from the status quo. It's the first step towards reclaiming your liberty. Ah, uh, well, you got us there. Listen to Cody O'Connor's Off There Live every Thursday and Saturday night at 10 Eastern. It's dangerous, hilarious, and live on LRN.FM. 
Join me, Kenny Ray, every weekend as we travel back in time to relive some of Old Time Radio's greatest programs on KKSM's Archives of the Airwaves. I'll bring you classic comedies, dramas, westerns, thrillers, and so much more. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash archives of the airwaves. Again, that's KKSM's Archives of the Airwaves every Saturday afternoon from 2 to 3 and every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 right here on KKSM AM 1320, the Radio Revolution. Free Talk Live. That's all libertarians are saying is let's stop the violence. And really, when you put it in those terms, it sounds kind of liberal. Let's stop the violence. Sure, right? it's, a, it's a movement about peace and personal responsibility. It could very easily sound like, uh, when you use the word peace, sounds liberal. You know. Right. So if the first libertarian you ever meet or hear on the radio is just talking about making government smaller, I can totally understand why you would get confused and think that it's you know, just a bunch of ultra-right wingers. That's one of the reasons why I kind of shy away from labeling myself that way. Often we get terms like radical used towards us, mm-hmm. but uh, radical, really? Peace, personal responsibility, voluntary interaction between individuals? That's radical? I'll tell you what's radical. Radicals using a gun and a bunch of guys in, in armored suits with helmets to enforce your will on people. Free Talk Live, seven nights a week from 7 to 10 Eastern, live on the Liberty Radio Network at lrn.fm. I'm Alex Fiddle, host of Free Thought Radio. As long as they don't feel their environment and they don't worry about it, they're not going to do anything to change it. And something's got to be done before America scarfs up the world Tune in as I break down the corporate media's myths in regards to the news and the morality of war. How are we going to keep building nuclear weapons? What's going to happen to the arms industry when we realize we're all one? It's going to up the economy, the economy that's fake anyway. I also share genres of music excluded by the mainstream radio, such as heavy metal. And I'll tell you what, you can't kill metal. Plenty of guest interviews, from musicians to presidential candidates to screaming spacemen. Your source for independent, libertarian, progressive, and anti-war viewpoints and honest music is live Mondays from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time, only on KKSM AM 1320, The Radio Revolution, and podcasting on LRN.FM, Liberty Radio Network. Visit the website and donate Bitcoin at freethoughtmedia.org. See why the government's cracking down. Introducing the two drugs that are legal, alcohol and cigarettes, two drugs that do nothing for you whatsoever. And drugs that grow naturally upon this planet. Drugs that open your eyes up to make you realize how you're being every day of your life. Those drugs are against the law. Free Thought Radio, waking you up to the fact that you're being screwed by the system every day of your life since 2010. Only on KKSM AM 1320, the radio revolution, and LRN.FM, the radio network, freethoughtmedia.org. So we're back here with Matt McKinney, co-founder of intellectualrevolution.tv, and uh, we're talking about... um, the intellectual revolution that needs to take place. So we were talking about how the monetary system, as well as you know the poisoning of our environment, kind of prevents us from what life should be about, which is living your full potential every moment that you can. And when you have the monetary system, people are inhibited through this forced class structure that occurs because of the Federal Reserve System. But then also you have people's minds clouded by po- pollutions and then you, whatever, cancers. So people aren't able to live to their true full potentials um, 
as they should be, and, and you know, every second counts because, I mean, I personally am an atheist. I'm not sure if I if there's an afterlife or not. So every second wasted it, without freedom, without you know being able to live to your full potential, every second being poisoned is a second wasted. Um, how 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 does um, you know being you know part of your full potential play into this intellectual revolution? Um, well, I think the first thing I'll touch on uh, is the debt-based economy, and um, you know if we're if we're to there's a great quote that I really love from uh, John Adams, our uh, second president. He says, The natural liberty of man is to be free from any superior power, not be under the will or legislative authority of man, but to have only the law of nature for his rule. And uh, with the debt-based economy that we currently live in, um, the, the overlords of our society essentially are the owners of the Federal Reserve and uh, the International Monetary Fund. Um, they are the ones who are allowed to print our money, and yet our interest is being paid back to them um, so that they can profit off of us without serving any uh, societal uh, product whatsoever. Exactly. Um, so as long as the debt-based economy is our system, uh, we're only going get, to continue getting more of the same, which is a society of people who do not have enough free time to consciously consider social uplift. We, we currently have uh, people who are struggling just to get enough money to, to eat, you know, to get enough money for, for food for their kids and pay the, the mortgage. Um, you know, and as long as that's the case in, in this current age of abundance where we have the type of technological advancement that could create uh, our every want and need on this planet, you know, we have to come to terms with this first, that why do we have so much technological advancement, yet uh, we have more debt than ever? You know, we, we have uh, an economy in shambles. You know, so we, we have to really ask ourselves these questions. And, you know, the people who are in the positions to do something about this have to get involved in what's going on. Um, you know, as long as we allow the economic system to dictate who we are fundamentally as people, mm -hmm. um, we're just going to perpetuate the current downfall that we're in. Uh, that's one thing that I really like about Bitcoin, for instance, um, you know, and the revolution that's going on with digital currencies right now um, is just the idea of um, product for product, um, distribution and, and um, free trade, you could say, that's not based around um, a centralized currency uh, that's, that can be manipulated. Um, I know we were talking a little bit earlier today about, um, you know, what is inflation? Inflation is manipulation, you know, and as long as you're allowing a central authority to manipulate over society at that fundamental core and the fundamental core of we all need money to survive, you know, um, things aren't going to get better. So um, as things continue to get worse and we see, you know, the next big downturns in um, the, the economic spectrum, um, I think we're going to see a lot more people getting involved in the subject matter and are there, in fact, people who own the monetary system and who have actually created the debt-based socioeconomic paradigm that we live in. Exactly. It's kind of, it's just like printing toilet paper. I mean, there, they do not, there is no value for that, but we actually do labor, pay taxes to the IRS. IRS turns it around and, and pays back interest owed to these Federal Reserve 
bankers and like you mentioned bitcoin honest money where it's not debt-based it has value encompassed in itself like for example the matter that encompasses an ounce of silver or a decentralized kind of grassroots kind of currency like bitcoin that was designed to be that way unlike it's kind of like digital gold there's a finite like there's a finite amount of gold there's a finite amount of bitcoin and then uh, you circulate it amongst yourselves for things of value rather than uh, just to pay back somebody of debt because Bitcoin is not based on debt. You don't give somebody a Bitcoin with debt. It's for, you know, products and services and actual free trade instead of corporatism. And the people that don't like that are, like you said, the people within the monetary system, they don't even want us to grow our own food because that would, that would create more abundance and empower, lower prices of food and and uh, really, you know, forego the monetary system entirely because it is a useful thing. Mon- money is a useful ex- thing as a medium of exchange, but it isn't, it, isn't, it isn't something to be worshipped. And if we just had more food, we can just trade food as a commodity and use money where it needs to be for other things uh, where we need to give people value for value. So talk about, uh, I know on, on the homepage of Intellectual Revolution a few days ago, um, there was uh, a feature on, on secret societies. Uh, talk about how they play into the monetary system. Um, yeah, the, the secret society subject is uh, is pretty interesting, considering um, it seems like they've all kind of morphed from uh, different religion sectors. Um, you know, obviously, as we all know, um, you know, religions have been manipulated to uh, a huge degree over the last 500 years. And, um, you know, like we were saying earlier, how spirituality should be something about searching within. Um, I think a lot of the uh, current uh, spectrums have taught their disciples that blind faith and, um, and, and giving and depowering yourself and giving it to someone else is, um, is how to um, create a better world. But obviously, you know, this is, you know, a, a deception. And unfortunately, it seems like the secret societies uh, play a role in this and using religion to... Um, to control people and to deep empower people, um, you know the mendacious aspect of this whole thing. You know, in our current times, is that it, it kind of seems like secret societies have joined forces now, and um, are, are now all working together towards uh, you know colluding the the great mass of society. Um, you know, I I personally don't know you know. Too much more than that, you know, on a personal note. But I know that they do exist. I mean, I've even seen on camera um, uh, Bush and John Kerry, you know, talk about how they're members of Skull and Bones. And uh, yeah, you know, society as a whole, I think, is starting to awaken to the fact that these are these are real issues that do exist. And um, you know, if we're to to live in a free society. Um, you know, we have to know about, you know, we have to know everything about the people who are supposedly representing us. Exactly. And, you know, anyone who is part of a secret organization, I mean, you know, and John, John, uh, John F. Kennedy, you know, said it in, in one of his great speeches. Um, I'm trying to recall the, the actual, it, it is repugnant in a free and open society. Um, we are, we are hist- historically opposed to secret societies, mm-hmm. you know, and 
it's a phenomenal speech, and anyone should look it up. It's very easy. Um, you can go to my website or YouTube and uh, John F. Kennedy Secret Society speech. Um, but, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe that speech is uh, ultimately what, what got him killed, you know, along with a few other things. Um, I know he had a bill to try and uh, re- regulate over the Fed as well. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, you have to ask yourself, okay, the Fed and secret societies, are, are, are they colluding themselves? And um, so these are all important questions that we have to own up to. Um, you know, I think in our, our culture, most people are kind of running from these things as they seem so scary. Um, but, you know, the truth be known is that, um, you know, things are going to continue to harder times are, are coming, you know. And so we, we got to start preparing. we got to own up to it. And we got to start just talking and, and letting these things be known. Definitely. And, and it certainly kind of puts itself forth in, in recent years when you have the same wars continuing under a president of a different party. Uh, you have you know this uh, kind of this last presidential election really opened up my eyes at least to the collusion of the commission on presidential debates and just what issues and imp- like really important ones like children dying because of drone strikes uh, like those just go under the bus and that's something that's extremely important i don't know how to how to dice it any other way than it but that goes under the rug because the people that control the presidential commission debates it was dire- directly or indirectly funded by the big hegemons at the federal reserve given that you know, Ron Paul got defrauded out of the GOP nomination that anybody who isn't in line with the Fed and the war machine does not get a chance to play ball with the big guys. Um, how, does, how does the, uh, the two-party system play into the monetary system and, and basically everything else? Yeah, well, uh, you know, obviously if you want to run for president, as we've seen with, with Ron Paul, is that uh, you have no shot if you're going to go against the Federal Reserve. Uh, that is the true power structure of our country. Um, you know, politicians essentially are the spokespersons for the corporate elite. And uh, unless you're willing to compromise your integrity and your morality uh, along the way by joining forces with the two-party divide-and-conquer system, then, um, you know, you're not going to get anywhere in politics. So I, I guess, you know, we have to reinvent pol- uh, politics from the ground up. And, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful for you, Alex, and, and everything that you're doing here in Encinitas to, to get on a local level and, and be the change that you want to see. And, you know, and this is we have to inspire more people to do this. Um, you know, Christina Tobin is another leader out there right now who um, is proposing with her organization, freeandequal.org, um, to end the two-party political spectrum, essentially, um, by creating a platform where only independents can run for office. And, you know, the truth be known, this is a critical step that must happen um, if we're to evolve as a species. Because right now, we have zero synth- synthesis going on. There's no solutions being provided. We have a system which is based around uh, uh, blaming the other group and then not holding themselves accountable. And it's the same idea of de-empowering yourself, putting the blame on someone else, and, and continuing uh, this, uh, this illusion that these people are, are doing anything for social uplift and good. Exactly. And like you said, in order to, in order to evolve as a species, that these things must happen. And if we don't evolve, then we may cease because what are, I mean, as many people want to, you know, say that peace activists are wussies or whatever... You know, this is not; these wars are not for defensive purposes, which would be reasonable given if the circumstances were right. But these are, 
I see them as really just thinning the herd. We're just killing a bunch of Syrian children, especially now that they're talking about lobbying cruise missiles, actually, even though they were doing covert stuff to fund the Syrian rebels along with Israel and Saudi Arabia. Now they, the U.S. just wants to, you know, do like they did in Libya, but, you know, they're doing it from the sea, so it's technically not a war, whatever that means. Uh, ben Swan pointed out that Christians, Jews, and Muslims currently live in peace in Syria, except for the, you know, going back to how you talked about how all the world's religions got perverted, and that has to do a lot with militarism. Like the U.S. claiming to be against, you know, Islamic terrorism is actually funding this uh, kind of fringe sect of, of Islam that is largely funded by Saudi Arabia, a big ally of us, and, and people who generally, Saudi Arabia generally hates the, other, the rest of the Muslim world, and the rest of the Muslim world hates Saudi Arabia. Uh, so th- this kind of, we don't really understand foreign policy in that way that, you know, these uh, al-Qaeda extremists are really paid off by the U.S., and now they're massacring people needlessly in Syria. We're continuing so- to support them. Now we're going to give them more aid with lobbing cruise missiles. How, how is this just all, how, how is war just a big part of culling? And if, and if we kill each other, how, how are we going to ever evolve if, if, if we're not going to really, or certain people are not going to exist anymore? Uh, well, the only way that we're going to get past this is um, to, to evolve, essentially, as a species uh, in terms of foreign policy, is to, to end this whole idea of divisions. Um, we, we have to stop looking at it in terms of nationalism and us versus anyone else. We're, we're all human beings on the same planet, and these borders are nothing but an illusion that has been put up by, you know, p- politically corrupt people. And then to make matters worse, you got a media that reinforces it and creates this nationalistic pride of, again, blind faith. What are you prideful for? Is it true uh, morality and ethical values? Um, or are, are you merely saying you love it because uh, you have material possessions? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so once again, you know, getting back to the media's role, uh, you know, Jim Morrison said, whoever controls the media controls the mind. And, um, you know, the media is that, uh, that fourth branch of the political spe- spectrum. And, um, you know, as long as people keep thinking that the mainstream media has their best interests at heart, uh, then we're going to keep seeing more war and destruction, uh, which is all being done on purpose. You know, it's all to accumulate power and um, create more money for the military-industrial complex. Um, like you said before, I mean, it's openly known now at this point that um, in, in, um, in Libya, for instance, that uh, the al-Qaeda rebels were using NATO weaponry. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, now the same thing's going on in Syria. You know, you got, you got NATO and, you know, the U.S. Uh, funding these different uh, groups, uh, Syrian allied forces, except who are they really? They're actually ex-al-Qaeda fighters who were just in Libya recently, mm-hmm. and they're actually being flying, flying flown over from Libya to Syria to go fight in the wars. You know, and this is openly known at this point. And um, so unfortunately, we're just dealing with a lack of consciousness in this country. Um, We're lacking with um, conscience uh, to be able to put ourselves in other people's shoes. And uh, when a drone hits someone's house in, in Pakistan and, you know, 
put yourself in a child's shoes who maybe just had their parents blown up by a drone strike. You know, how would you think of the country that did that to you? Uh, would you call them terrorist? I mean, I know I myself would call them a terrorist, you know, um, that, that my parents who had nothing to do with any type of uprising, you know, were collateral damage. And if that's the case, then we're, we're you know, we are a very hypocritical country, you know, to, to claim that we, uh, the ends justify the means and that we can kill innocent people and claim that we are looking after individual freedoms and liberty. Exactly. And that, that kind of ties into the monetary system as well, because why do we go after Gaddafi in Libya? Because he was trying to introduce gold dinar, um, which would uh, disrupt the Federal Reserve note as the world's reserve currency. And, and we're doing the same thing, kind of Syria and Iran are really the last stepping stones and like not having a central bank associated with the Western central banking web. How, how do you see that? Yeah, um, you know, the, it, it, it bring, that brings up a, a good point, because uh, that's one thing about, you know, the Democratic Party that I've always found um, uh, very interesting that they've been unable to identify um, is the idea of this, like, humanitarianism goodwill that the Democratic Party conveys, yet they're all for huge deficit spending. And as long as you're, you know, for deficit spending and running up more debt, you know, guess what? The military is the one who's going to have to enforce to keep the currency stable. And that's what we're currently facing now. You know, uh, we have the Federal Reserve so, you know, worried about the, the global perception of the dollar that if a country like Libya was to change to some sort of gold or, or uh, precious metal-based currency, it would, it would, it would essentially be the, this, the beginning of the end for the dollar. So, you know, due to the fact that our government has racked up the amount of debt that it has with all of its social spending uh, and all the war um, you know, it, it's just perpetuating the same cycle of needing more war in order to keep the dollar stable. Exactly. And they also claim to be, the Democrats claim to be anti-Wall Street while they do the biddings for the big banks and, you know, the, mon the money masters via the military, which is an even bigger paradox. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, at the same time, it's like Democrat, Republican, demo, Republican, you know, it's it's all the same thing. They're they're all just playing a big game, you know, where it's, uh, you know, the divide and conquer strategy. You you take this side on this. I'll take this side on this. You know, we're going to still receive our money from the players up top, you know, and as long as we keep everyone distracted, then we're doing our job. Um, definitely. And, and you mentioned uh free and equal before. Talk about how, how you're speaking at the United We Stand Festival and how that plays into, you know, getting rid of that divide and conquer system of, of the Republican and Democratic Party mafia. Yeah, um, you know, I, I got a just a tremendous amount of respect for Christina Tobin. Um, she is uh, one of the few people out there who's not just talking about all the issues at hand, but actually providing solutions. Um, I'm really excited about the United We Stand Festival, and I think that um, this is an idea whose time has come, and it can't be stopped. Um, so this is going to be the beginning of a snowball effect of um, building up the support 
for creating a new political spectrum um, where we can actually, you know, have be free and equal. We don't have to compromise our values to a particular political party. Um, you know, I know Christina advocates about this all the time, but, you know, I believe if you're an independent and you want to run even for local office, you need like six or seven times more signatures than you would if you're a Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this so, you know, it's, it's all about getting people to compromise their values just to even play ball. You know, and if if politics is going to be about deception and not about values, then who are the people leading our cultures all across the world? You know, and, and we got to really, you know, would look in the mirror right now and say to ourselves, like, we, we really call these people leaders? You yeah. know, um, th- these are representatives. These are not leaders, you know. And, and if we're, and the truth be known is that, you know, the real leaders are, are the ones who don't want anything to do with politics, um, which is unfortunate. And that's where, you know, we're going to have to somehow reinvent politics. You know, we might even have to call it something else. But when this yeah. is all said and done, just to restore the name of uh, the oath of office, yeah. you know, or representing the people, because it, it's lost all meaning at this point. So so getting back to what you said, Christina and free and equal is a critical first step towards creating the world that we all want to see. Definitely. And this this may be a bit of a superficial question, like the Pepsi versus Coke question at the Republican <laughs> presidential debates <laughs> and i like how gary johnson answered water and his two is excluded um this is a bit of a pepsi versus coke, coke question uh, uh via on topic of the united we stand festival public enemy or wu-tang clan <laughs> <laughs> um dang you know i, I i'd have to say i've always been a little bit more on the side of wu-tang clan but um uh, you know, public enemy for what they've been able to accomplish culturally, cult- culturally, I would say that they're even a, a step above. Um, you know, they they really have been able to empower um, a lot of the disenfranchised youth of, of our country to uh, to stand up for their personal freedoms and liberties. Um, you know, it's it's another aspect of our country um, which adds to the hypocrisy over the years. The idea of creating the Constitution that was written so beautifully um, to protect individual natural rights to liberty, yet at the same time we didn't give them to, you know, Indian or black people for a long, long period of time. Um, So, you know, I just love both of those groups. I think that they are super consciously aware, and I think it's so cool that they are behind Christina and free and equal, and they're going to do whatever it takes to 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 be the you know the change in the world. And you just got to hand it to them. It's a couple of awesome groups. Definitely. For those just joining, I'm speaking with Matt McKinney. He's the co-founder of Intellectual Intellectual Revolution TV. It's a new media site. It's also for self-education. Describe. Uh, I mean, you've been to college. Describe the difference between uh, uh, traditional. Especially in the system we have now uh, with, you know, kind of top-down uh, mandates of what the actual curriculum should be. What's the difference between public education and self-education? Oh, man. <laughs> the uh, differences are immense. Honestly, I would say if you truly want to impact the world that you live in, 
uh, spend as much time as you can on intellectualrevolution.tv. Um, there isn't a topic in the world that we don't cover, and we have spent an endless amount of time over the past three years finding the top intellectual speakers in the world and categorizing them and you know, helping you get through the process yourself about learning these uh, critical issues and, and then how you can personally be that change that you want to see in the world. You know, so um, there's, there's online internet learning, which is that you're going to create your, your destiny, essentially. And then there's the, uh, the old school system of we are going to send you down one particular path. Uh, for the rest of your life, essentially. Um, so we are not going to essentially make you a well-rounded person who can add to the social benefit of all. Um, you are going to be marginalized, and you are only going to learn one trait um, so that you can make money, uh, create a family, live your life, be happy. Um, so, you know, there's these two completely different spectrums, and, you know, I think young people today really need to look at themselves uh, in the mirror and ask themselves, uh, do I want to do something substantial with my life? And I mean, honestly, I, I would say that school is not the right place if, if you do choose that path. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say self-education is the way to go and uh, in action, getting involved, d doing stuff with local politics. You don't need school. If someone tells you that you need a college degree to be doing what you're doing, say, I have all the education I need. You know, I, I, I spent this on myself. You know, I didn't uh, go down some road of only learning a certain subject of information. You know, I'm well-rounded. I'm beyond that. And through that, through young leaders taking that route, the school systems are going to have to change themselves. Now they're going to have to compete with the new young leaders of society rising up and choosing no school versus school and becoming more prosperous and successful because of it. Exactly. Talk a bit about how Intellectual Revolution TV is not only a hub for your guys' uh, stuff, but it's also kind of a hub for uh, kind of a source to branch out to other sources of alternative media, which you link to videos from, whether it be uh, people who have shows on RT or like Ron Paul speeches, speeches from people you know in the past, like maybe somebody like Martin Luther King, or even somebody who existed before there was videos, like different philosophers you mentioned. Just just list by if as many as you can different uh, different places you link to different thinkers people media hosts etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, well, we we really cover a full spectrum in terms of uh, you know who is an, an intellectual and. Um, you know, essentially, uh, you know, that ranges from philosophers, musicians, scientists, um, you know, even poets and songwriters, um, anyone who has influenced the world um, in a profound way. Um, also, one of the main aspects of the website is alternative media news. So news generally being funded by people, not corporations. And um, in order to create an intellectual opinion as to the matters which matter most in our current society, it's important that we hear other sides of the story. And whether people think that when they listen to mainstream media that they're hearing two sides of the story, the truth be known is that they're not. They're, they're actually hearing one side of the story. They're hearing the same blame game, you know, one against the other. But there's this whole other spectrum, and that's the alternative media. 
And, uh, you know, the alternative media is thinking globally right now. They're not thinking nationally like the mainstream media is. So we're getting a global perspective now through the Internet and through the alternative media. So we, we saw it as critically important for an intellectual revolution to feature the alternative media so that people can come to their own conclusions on what is true and real and how to solve problems by critically thinking through this adverse information that they are not accustomed to with the mainstream media. So, you know, whether that is, um, you know, Chris Green with, with AMTV, um, uh, you know, Alex Jones, Gerald Salente, um, RT is uh, RT is doing a phenomenal job. Russia Today right now. You know, we have all of these sites, um, Democracy Now!, um, uh, Press TV is another phenomenal one for a global pers perspective. Um, you know, uh, so, and we have a wide range of alternative media. And then, I mean, in terms of intellectuals, you know, if you want to say Aristotle, Socrates, you know, all the great Stoic philosophers from 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 Greece, and uh, you can travel over to Laozi and you know the different. Um, Taoist philosophers from China. I mean, we have the whole spectrum. And, um, you know, that is the whole point is just to aggregate everything into one place where all the intellectual knowledge you need is right there at your fingertips. Definitely. Talk a bit about um, what you t intend to do with intellectualrevolution.tv in the future, um, including expanding uh, reach to different uh, alternative media sources, different um, areas of, of topics or different people, philosophers, as well as uh, 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 rebuilding of the website that's coming out soon and, and uh, possibly even doing your own content to uh, add to, to the mix of the intellectual revolution. Yeah, definitely. We, we got a big um, revamping phase going on right now where um, essentially the, the new website, which is uh, weeks away at this point, um, will be out, and it's going to look pretty similar to Hulu and Drudge Report. It's kind of going to be a cross between the two. Um, we are in a big transitional phase and looking um, to create as many cross-promotional opportunities as we can with the alternative media. Um, we would like to be that central hub that is assisting all of the alternative media in competing against the mainstream media. Um, so we have big goals for the future, and we're in a big transitional phase right now. So um, I, I would also like to throw out there that if anyone out there is listening to this and, and would like to help us out in terms of creating the aggregate alternative media and intellectual knowledge media source that we're trying to create, um, we're definitely looking for anyone we can to, to help us and um, you know really take on the mainstream media and provide a truth-based service. Definitely. What, what do you make a, of other people such as Ben Swan or people that are like on RT uh, such as Abby Martin or, or um, other people like Max Kaiser for example how they're kind of some of them used to have left uh, mainstream establishments like Ben Swan uh, how, how do you expect to exp or magnify what their efforts are, are doing to c combat the mainstream media? 
I'm glad you brought that up because um, I, I got tremendous respect for, for Ben Swan and Abby Martin. I, I'd say the two of them are the two top investigative journalists in the country right now. And, um, you know, we, we definitely want to promote them any way we can. Um, you know, what makes us different is that, you know, we are really pushing personal growth on our website. So, you know, before alternative media, the main concept of our website is personal growth. And for that reason, our website is a little more lighthearted than you would get from just the alternative media. So we're hoping that we can have more of an influence on the masses, the greater whole of society, by getting people involved in personal growth and looking and being inspired towards the intellectual leaders who are already out there being the change right now. Um, so, you know, as our company continues to grow um, and our numbers keep building, then people, it's going to, uh, Abby Martin and Ben Swan are going to become household names. And that is the goal. Definitely. And talk a bit about how personal growth, uh, that being a part of your website, you know, it's so, it's so like, it gets kind of morbid and depressing sometimes just, you know, seeing just the progression of the war and how, no matter how loud we scream about, you know, children dying and stuff that it doesn't change why why do people need a kind of a break from that to focus on on positivity and, and how to achieve positivity uh, you, you just hit a, a critical subject you know I, and i think we've all been through this in the truth slash liberty movement um, is is hitting our head against a wall essentially trying to get people to to see what's going on right now and you know the, the truth be known is that this debt-based uh, socioeconomic system that we have it just it doesn't provide enough cushion space for it to be comfortable for people to learn about the issues going on it's too overwhelming so Essentially, the only way that we can create the change is by inspiring. It's the bottom line. So, you know, we've done everything we can to tailor our website towards, you know, an 80-20 positive to negative, you know, and, and the enlightenment and the empowerment and the evolutionary information and, and really pushing that so that people don't get overwhelmed and shut down. Um, I, 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 I'm trying to think of the, the terminology for it. Cognitive... Um, Dissonance? Yes, thank you. Cognitive dissonance is actually the word for that, and that is when people's brains get overloaded. It's a sensory overload. Um, you know, and this is also something that we promote in terms of an intellectual revolution. Um, intellect is the ability of the mind to use reason and not emotion to come to knowledge and understanding. And anyone who is facing cognitive dissonance is still emotionally affected by information. And until we can rise above this and take control of our emotions, um, then we're not going to be able to come to concise conclusions on what is true and real and how to solve problems. On top of that, we're going to create conflict with the people that we're trying to create solutions with you know you know we're all out here trying to share information and and get people involved in the solution process but we have to understand the solution process and that is that we can't overload people with negative information it's got to be more positive to negative inspire lead by example not by force exactly and that goes to to a point like if we if we are going to you know have this peaceful revolution against the powers that do be one, we got to be united that the two-party system does divide us and conquer us, that, like, if there is chaos, we're going to be fighting against each other instead of fighting against the people that really do cause the problems. And, and then, two, if we do 
you know, just get rid of the system but have no foundational principles, then we're just going to put in place the same thing over and over again. Uh, but if we actually do have an intellectual revolution and, and have those foundational principles, then we'd actually achieve something fundamentally different. Uh, what do you make of those two aspects that people need to be united and have foundational principles? Um, I, I think that uh, historically people becoming united has come through hard times. And that is kind of what we're in now, except we, we've ramped up this illusion economy by inflating the dollar. Um, but that's, you know, coming to, to an end soon, and, and we're going to be testing the waters again. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to work to our advantage. You know, more and more people are waking up, and more and more people are going to keep waking up. And I think that we're seeing an explosion right now in people that are that are fed up with our society and in our culture. Um, you know, let alone the, the the monetary system in the political spectrum. Of course, we're all fed up with that. But the truth be known, the real change is going to happen on a social and spiritual level. Um, so that's that needs to be our focus. If if it happens there, then we will construct the moral morality and the ethical values needed to create the world that that the beautiful uh, spiritual people want to create. You know, definitely. For those just joining, I've been spe I'm speaking with uh, Matt McKinney. He's the co-founder of IntellectualRevolution.tv, a new media website that also is a hub for all new media uh, to help you uh, educate yourself and, and come to your own conclusions, not what people tell you to believe. Do you have any final words for our listeners on your website, anything you guys are planning for the future, as well as just social media plugs and, and basically anything else? Um, just uh, please sign up for all of our social media. Everything is at, at Intel Rev um, is our Twitter. Intel Rev is all across the board for our social media. And um, just stay plugged in and, and connect with us. You know, let us know your opinions. Um, a huge aspect of our website is providing solutions for the public. And we can't do that unless uh, we're all participating. So uh, please give us your two cents and, and let us know how we can enhance intellectual revolution for you. Definitely. Well, I've been speaking here with Matt McKinney. He's the co-founder of intellectualrevolution.tv. Check it out at that website, intellectualrevolution.tv. Matt, thank you again very much for joining the program. Alex, you the man. Yeah, you're an inspiration to all of us, for real. Um, I guess the, the one last thing I'll say is um, get involved on a local level spread the word of what Alex is doing on a local level, and we need an army of moral leaders out there on a local level changing the political spectrum. And uh, let me know uh, different names for, uh, we, we're not going to call it politics when this is all said and done. Let's, let's come up with another name. <laughs> all right, man. Awesome, and likewise to you. Thanks again. And again, check it out, intellectualrevolution.tv. He will definitely be a part of the United We Stand Festival spring 2014 with the Public Enemy and Wu-Tang Clan. And so we, talk, we talked a lot about truth and, and everything like that. Certainly on this show, I've touched on a lot of subjects that um, don't get uh, talked about very often for certain reasons um, because of the role the mainstream media has in protecting the status quo as opposed to speaking truth to power. I want to play a song by one guy that most definitely speaks truth to power, and as a journalist, I could say I could verify 
almost near every claim made in the song. And, uh, of course, that is The Cause of Death by Immortal Technique. And, again, this is KKSM AM 1320, Oceanside, The Radio Revolution, and the Liberty Radio Network, Keene, New Hampshire, LRN.FM. We'll be right back after this. Freethoughtmedia.org. Immortal Technique. Revolutionary Volume 2. Yeah. Broadcasting live from Harlem, New York. Let the truth be known. You better watch what the f*** flies out of your mouth Or I'ma hijack a plane and fly it into your house Burn your apartment with your family Tied to the couch and slit your throat So when you scream, only blood comes out I doubt that there could ever be a more wicked MC Cause AIDS infested child molesters aren't sicker than me I see the world for what it is Beyond the white and the black The way the government downplays historical facts Cause the United States sponsored the rise of the Third Reich Just like the CIA trained Terrorists had a fight, build bombs and sneak box cutters onto a flight. When I was a child, the devil himself bought me a mic, but I refused the offer, cause God sent me to strike. With skills unused like fallopian tubes and a my words will expose George Bush and Bin Laden As two separate parts of the same seven-headed dragon And you can't fathom the truth, so you don't hear me You think Illuminati's just a f***ing conspiracy theory? That's why conservative racists are all running and your phone is tapped by the federal government So I'm jamming frequencies in your brain when you speak to me Technique a ripper rapper to pieces indecently Pack weapons illegally Cause I'm never hesitant Sniper scoping a commission controlling the president Father forgive them for they don't know right from wrong Set you free, written down in a song And the song has the cause of death Written in code, the word of God Brought to light, that'll save your soul Save your soul, mother Save your soul Yeah, yeah, yeah Pentagon for self-incriminating evidence of Republican manufactured white powder pestilence, Marine Corps flak vest with the guns and ammo, spitting bars like a demon stuck inside a piano, turn a Sambo into a soldier with just one line, so here's the truth about the system that a up your mind, they gave Al-Qaeda six billion dollars in 1989 to 1992, and now the last chapters of revelations are coming true, and I know a lot of people find it hard to swallow this cause subliminal bigotry makes you hate my politics, but you act like America wouldn't destroy two buildings in a country that was sponsoring bombs dropped on our children, I was watching the towers, and though I wasn't the closest I saw them crumble to the earth like they were full of explosives, and they thought nobody noticed the news report that they did about the bombs planted on the George Washington Bridge. Four non-Arabs arrested during the emergency, and then it disappeared from the news permanently. They dubbed the tape of Osama, and they said it was proof. Jealous of our freedom, I can't believe you bought that excuse. Rocking a mother flag don't make you a hero we're the ground zero the devil crept into heaven god overslept on the seventh the new world order was born on september 11th
Father, forgive them for they don't know right from wrong. The truth is set you free, written down in a song. And the song has the cause of death written in code. The word of God brought to light that has saved your soul. Save your soul, mother Save your soul. Just so conservatives don't take it to heart I don't think Bush did it Cause he isn't that smart He's just a stupid puppet Taking orders on his cell phone From the same people that sabotage Senator Wellstone The military industry Got it popping and locking Looking for a way to justify The Wolfowitz doctrine And as a matter of fact Rumsfeld, now that I think back Without 9-11 You couldn't have a war in Iraq Or a defense budget of world conquest proportions Kill freedom of speech And revoke the right to abortion, tax cut extortion, a blessing to the wealthy and wicked, but you still have to answer to the Armageddon, you scripted, and Dick Cheney, you leech, tell him your plans about building your pipelines through Afghanistan, and how Israeli troops train the Taliban in Pakistan, you might have some house fooled, but I understand, colonialism is sponsored by corporations, that's why Halliburton gets paid to rebuild nations, tell me the truth, I don't scare into paralysis, I know the CIA saw Bin Laden on dialysis, in 98 when he was top 10 for the FBI, government ties is really why the government lies, read it yourself instead of asking the government why, cause then the cause of death, the cause the propaganda to die. amazing thing most of New York City's rescue operations and their police and fire departments have been concentrating their actions down in lower Manhattan where the planes two planes hit the two towers of the World Trade Center but some very um, intelligent and aggressive cops also stopped another terrorist attack from happening on the George Washington Bridge CBS 2 has learned exclusively that two men are in custody tonight after being arrested at the George Washington Bridge with an entire truckload of explosives now I'm told that those explosives could have been enough to blow up the entire span and all the cars and the people that were on it but nevertheless they were arrested I'm told they were arrested somehow near the Meadowlands but the explosives were destined for underneath the George Washington Bridge. Again, a tragedy has been averted. The George Washington Bridge still tan stands because of some aggressive police work on the part of New York City and Port Authority police officers. It's really an amazing story and amazing how they were able to actually apprehend them. Marcia, any, uh, Marcia, any idea on the timing of that? Uh, is that something that just happened or was that uh, supposed to occur? Uh, do we have any idea earlier in the day today? Well, I can, I, you know, I don't know the timing exactly. I know that there was police and Port Authority police on the scene, but I can tell you that as recently as um, uh, 15 minutes ago, uh, Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick was talking about it, telling the mayor about it with a great deal of pride. So perhaps this uh, did not happen that long ago because they would have discussed it earlier today. I know this information has just come to you. Any idea at all how, in the midst of all that has gone on in Manhattan today, as well as in Washington, these police managed to stop this truck and avert this kind of disaster? Any, any tips that they well, gave you? Well, here's the thing. 
As you know, when New York City goes into a full security alert, the first thing that they do is that they look at the bridges and tunnels going into New York City because they are regarded as major potential targets. They look at the Holland Tunnel, the Lincoln Tunnel, and the George Washington Bridge, and also to a lesser extent, the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel and the Midtown Tunnel. And they're looking at those tunnels and they're trying to prevent anybody that looks suspicious from going across. Apparently what happened in this case is that you had two people in a truck who looked suspicious, police gave chase, they stopped the truck, they found an entire truck full of explosives, and they arrested them. Those two men and their explosives are in police custody tonight, and another tragedy has been averted. Marsha, thank you for that information. He's scheduled for 60 minutes next. He's going on French, British, Italian, Japanese television. <clears throat> People everywhere are starting to listen to him. It's embarrassing. And that was the cause of death by a mortal technique. And I actually superimposed uh, when I remix it for the clean version. And I do use bleeps on purpose because it makes censorship annoying. Maybe the more annoying censorship is, the less it'll last. But uh, I, I, I edited it to include that actual TV report from the local CBS uh, in New York that was reporting on the attempt to blow up the George Washington Bridge on September 11th. And uh, those folks found in, in cahoots with attempting to blow up the George Washington Bridge, the reporter mentioned, arrested at the Meadowlands. Well, who were the people arrested at the Meadowlands? Those were the five, uh, high, uh, you know, the high-fiving uh, Israeli Mossad agents that were uh, caught filming themselves with uh, expressions of joy with the towers burning in the background. And uh, that there are many theories, uh, such as holographic planes and purported by tinfoil hat people that just go sensational and pull things out of their rear end uh, because it, it feels like it, like the person that actually put an ad out uh, a full-page ad, you know, that was he was actually on Penn & Teller's BS show. Uh, you know, those guys are definitely kooks. And uh, they should definitely be discredited. But these things, you can't... Uh, CBS report? There's nothing theoretical about that. It just happened to disappear from the 9-11 Commission report. Um, and, and certainly if it involves I Israelis, you might certainly have some racist people that would take those facts and run with it and analyze it in the way that they would. Um, but they don't have a monopoly on that analysis. The facts are the facts, and just because some uh, a-hole who, who might actually even be a plant for the maybe Mossad to try to cover up their actions, say, oh, no, uh, put up this, uh, you know, let's just Photoshop this racist website, and uh, therefore anybody that looks into this issue will suddenly look at it uh, and discredit it and then uh, no longer take it seriously as opposed to somebody who's just looking at the facts. Um, and anybody that knows anything about Israel knows that a lot of people within Israel support the Palestinian cause and go over and assist with their demonstrations in the fight against the government. So the government, different from the people. The government, a bunch of war criminals, people that deserve to be in Guantanamo Bay and tried uh, like Netanyahu or Sharon. They're not representative of every single person there. And I guess the best way to describe uh, it is a worshiping of a 
uh, of a mur- another just another murderous, tyrannical politician like Netanyahu, rather than reverence to God. There is no necessary. There is no point of a state in a religion. You're actually worshiping a false idol um, by just saying that. Oh, all Netanyahu does is fine and dandy, especially when uh, he said that 9/11 was the best thing to happen for Israel. And again, and most people uh, would think that. Not only does our foreign aid pay to oppress the Palestinians, but it prevents sovereignty of the people that are Jewish that lives there, that don't like the government and don't want a big military machine gun apartheid state to be the status quo, that people actually want to live in peace with each other. What kind of a novel concept is that? But when you get a state, you get all kinds of corruptions. You get a a secret intelligence agency like the Mossad, just like you have the CIA or the MI6 or the KGB. They they have the same flaws and infallibilities of any other state. Uh, They just have somewhat of a religious bent to it, just like some states do. Some just have nationalism. Whatever the bent is, it's uh, ideological and... And uh, no ideological bent uh, is sufficient moral justification for the use of force. And Palestinians had nothing to do with the Holocaust. So they're just being oppressed for no reason. And any Israeli that doesn't want to join the uh, defense forces to oppress Palestinians, they're thrown in jail for their conscientious objections. So I I think uh, in, in the light of all that kind of stuff, Definitely want to uh, keep it positive, and and, and uh, so I want to play two songs uh, that have to do with that. Uh, this first one is called "Crawl Above" by the band Portal, um, kind of you know written by a, a singer that's very you know spiritual and positive. And the, again, the song is about uh, you know getting above uh, you know the negative. Thing. It's good to know the truth. The truth will set you free. Uh, but at the same time, and it also you know it, it it puts life into perspective. You know that you know you should appreciate every moment and that actually you know again the truth does set you free and then after that uh so portal was a band that came after this band cynic after they broke up in 1994 so i'm going to play the new song by cynic from to that their 2011 album carbon based anatomy called elves beam out and one of the phrases in the song is pineal gland so i'm sure some of the some of you listening might know what that has to do with so this is crawl above by portal and then after that elves beam out by cynic here on kksm am 1320 the radio revolution and lrn.fm the liberty radio network
Now, why is it whenever a song comes on the radio and you're waiting to hear them name it, it's always number six of 40 in a row? KKSM, AM 1320. Nothing brings out the luster of original records better than intense, searing heat. The radio revolution. Delicious. When's the last time you got to say F it all? Well, now here's your chance. Every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m., it's the F it all, it's Friday show with Spencer right here on KKSM. With music you'll never hear on mainstream radio, current hits, and some obscure classics, too. Traffic updates and news you gotta know. AM 1320, Cox Channel 957, or PalomarCollegeRadio.com. Find me on Facebook, Facebook.com slash KKSM Spencer. Every Friday, F it all. Only at KKSM, the radio revolution. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. KKSM. Am I driving okay? I think we're fine. On your radio at AM 1320. On your TV at Cox Cable 957 online at palomarcollegeradio.com. KKSM, the radio revolution. Welcome back, guys. Uh, this is Free Thought Radio. I'm your host, Alex Fiddle, at freethoughtmedia.org, KKSM, AM 1320, the radio revolution, and lrn.fm, the Liberty Radio Network. My guests for this episode were, in the first hour, Elizabeth Imus Zero, daughter of radio legend Don Imus, She's going to be the MC of the United We Stand Festival in spring 2014 with Public Enemy and the Wu-Tang Clan and a whole lot of more developments. This is actually just a, kind of like a recent development about the spring deal. Uh, it was going to be October 12th, but the school of UCLA decided to uh, fully uh, take it on and uh, to make it right. They wanted to have a bit more space to plan everything out and, uh, and um, uh, everything like that. 
Um, and we'll have more developments on that on October 7th when I have free and equal founder Christina Tobin as my guest. Uh, next week I have Pasha Roberts, director of the Silver, Silver Circle movie, Davi Barker of Bitcoin Not Bombs, and John Beza of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. And I briefly wanted to talk about S987, the Defined Journalism Bill. Um, so the war on the bill has advanced in the Senate, and I'm doing a story on this. Um, and I will point you guys into the direction of the link of the story. So um, uh, one of my first pieces of print journalism, I guess, in in a long time. Uh, I used to blog and then uh, wrote for a newspaper. Um, but uh, this is a story on the war on journalism. And uh, so I obtained a copy of the Congressional Research Service Summary of S-987, the free, quote-unquote, free flow of information act. I went to D Senator Feinstein's office to speak with a senator about something that I think concerns my profession as an independent, unpaid journalist. Uh, I wanted to know, because I had heard rumors that in order to be considered a journalist under this new legislation, as if the First Amendment needs to be legislated anyways, that you need to be a salaried journalist in order to be considered protected. So I went there, I asked, well, am I uh, no longer going to have the protections I expect in a, this supposed free society? Because it is a natural, right? The First Amendment just recognizes it and protects it. It, it does not grant it. A piece of paper does not grant you your rights. Um, they claim that it actually better protected me as a journalist. How so? Well, the justification for this bill is... Oh, the government taps the phone records of AP. Oh, the government needs to act and make sure that never happens again. So we're going to pass this bill to make sure that we never, you know, disobey the Constitution again. We have this piece of paper that will restrain us because that the piece of paper that is the Constitution, not, not to bash the Constitution, I think that that's a great starting point. But if they can't even follow that piece of paper, why would they follow S-987, which contradicts the piece of paper that is the Bill of Rights? Uh, I don't think so. You look closer at it, you would find that, what is a journalist? Well, a journalist is someone who earns a living engaging in the act of journalism. Okay, well, that is getting salary to do journalism. Those are the only people that will get protected. And as well as the employers who pay their salary like the New York Times. So it is a corporate media shield law, not a true uh, journalistic shield law, as if the First Amendment isn't already the greatest shield to this profession, uh, and that's why the press is the only industry protected in the Constitution. We were built on free markets of non-protectionism, because protectionism is corporatism, and corporatism is fascism. But the industry of the press is the only one that deserves protectionism. Not only does it say that you have to be salaried to be considered a journalist, but they say the definition of what is or what isn't a journalist gets murkier when it comes to people who are bloggers or sites such as wikileaks.org. And they could also discount you as a journalist if they consider you part or associated with domestic terrorists or foreign powers groups. 
Now, they could say that about libertarian-leaning journalists. They could say that about people like Glenn Greenwald, who collaborated with Edward Snowden. They could say that Edward Snowden is a terrorist. Or, um, you know, pe people like Chris Hedges, who uh, interviewed somebody from Hamas. His entire lawsuit against the NDAA was that he could be assassinated legally under the NDAA simply for sitting in the same car as Hamas for a journalistic interview to get an alternative perspective as opposed to the one-sided perspective of just, you know, the person, the journalist that would never talk to the person from Hamas. So, you know, that, that plays into it. You know, what WikiLeaks is going through, that, that certainly is one of the definitions. They're considering them terrorists, traitors. They, they want to assassinate Julian Assange. Hey, if they pass this bill, they'll just have another piece of paper to point at and be like, look, see, we killed Julian Assange. It's legal. What, what happened to Bradley Manning, including extrajudicial uh, torture and rendition. And what happened to antiwar.com journalist Justin Raimundo, who posted a link to a foreign website. So by posting a link to an already available, publicly available foreign website, they say because the website's foreign, oh, that's you're now associated with dangerous foreign powers. Even though it was an Italian website, it just listed to a terrorist watch list. Not anything bad, you know, watch list for terrorists, not like a pro-terrorist thing, like, hey, watch out for these guys. It included the owner of Urban Moving Systems that, uh, you know, the, the five uh, Israelis that were arrested on 9-11 worked for when they were caught filming themselves with the towers burning in the background. Uh, so it was based on the article he wrote about that incident. So he found who the owner was, of urban moving systems and oh what do you know his name also appears on this foreign terrorist watch list from italy or it may have been a finnish terrorist watch list on an italian website either way you know a watch list that's something that governments put out not terrorist groups so why would that even though that's foreign how is that like a dangerous foreign power up oh, well they well because he wrote about that incident they wanted to put him on a watch list anyway that was just the excuse they're doing the same thing to internet activist barrett brown who posted to an already available public link of uh, leaked credit card information of Stratfor employees. That Anonymous put out, he just posted a link to that already publicly available information. So this is the way they want to go after journalists, uh, is to use those instances of uh, publicly available information. Oh, it's from a foreign website? Oh, foreign power. Oh, uh, Anonymous? Oh, domestic terrorists. Uh, Edward Snowden? Traitor. Uh, when it is the people who are Waging this war on journalism, that are the traitors. Senator Feinstein, Chuck Schumer, Republicans like Senator Lindsey Graham, anybody that supports this bill is a traitor. And, uh, yeah, there, there ain't no other way to dice it. Uh, so that, that, is, that is the story of S987. We'll have more developments on it uh, at, at my, at, as soon as I get that the article up and running. Uh, I will point you guys into the direction over the next coming weeks, but please uh, stay tuned to all this info about S987. Going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more KKSM AM 1320, the Radio Revolution and LRN.FM. KKSM. It's outrageous, Phil. AM 1320, the Radio Revolution. We're from the government and we're gonna solve all your problems. Do you know what your problem is? Sometimes people make the wrong choices, but we're gonna help them make the right choices with guns. Hey, you're not running your business right. You're not paying people enough money. You're not hiring the right people. You keep firing the wrong people. Well, do it different. Do it different now! 
They got two boys kissing on the TV. We can't have that. We can't have boys kissing boys and girls kissing girls. Stop it! Stop it now! You're not doing religion right. You're worshiping all wrong and believing all wrong and wearing the wrong symbols. Well, fix it! Fix it now, David! Are you interested in peaceful solutions to LGBT issues? Listen to Flaming Freedom on the Liberty Radio Network every Tuesday and Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight. Or download any show for free from flamingfreedom.com. KKSM is on Facebook. We're so excited to be part of the social media world that we called up random people in the phone book to let them know. KKSM's on Facebook. What do you think about that? I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm not in the mood to play. Can I have somebody with some sense, please? I I don't. I have three other calls on the line that I've got customers on the phone. What is your name, sir? <laughs> Is there anyone else there that can speak with the mic? I don't, I'm not understanding you. Put somebody on there with some education. I cannot hear you, sir. Are you talking to a speakerphone or are you smoking? Well, bless your heart, you need to go take a nap. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash KKSM radio. Are you some kind of mongoloid moron? We're involved in sort of a low-key war against apathy, where they might, just for a second, question enough of their environment to do something about it. As long as they don't feel their environment and they don't worry about it, they're not going to do anything to change it. And something's got to be done before America scarfs up the world and on it. Free Thought Radio. Your source for independent music, independent talk, from independent minds. Only on KKSM AM 1320. The Radio Revolution and podcasting on LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network, freethoughtmedia.org. Welcome back to Free Thought Radio. I'm your host, Alex Fiddle, here Monday, 6 to 9 p.m. on KKSM AM 1320, The Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM, the Liberty Radio Network. If you missed any part of the episode, podcast will be up tomorrow on iTunes. Search for Free Thought and look for Free Thought AAC. My guests for tonight were Elizabeth Imus Zero, comedian, radio host, author of Etiquette for Idiots, and uh, daughter of the radio legend Don Imus, as well as Matt McKinney of the alternative media news site IntellectualRevolution.tv. But speaking of the news, that is about what that the time is for. So, Edward Snowden reveals NSA gives away raw data to Israeli spies. Quote, the NSA was sharing what they call raw signals intelligence, which includes things like who you are calling and when you are calling, the content of your phone call, the text of your emails, your text messages, your chat messages, says Alex Abdo of the American Civil Liberties Union. It sounds like all that was handed over. Abdo also discusses the ACLU's successful fight to force the government to declassify documents that show the NSA wrongly put 16,000 American phone numbers on a alert list. Now, this information about uh, Israeli spies getting uh, information that is collected by the U.S. spying on all of us is not anything very much new. Actually, in the book, 
the Terror Enigma by uh, Antiwar.com columnist Justin Raimundo. He was talking about how uh, w- the main phone billing company for the United States, Amdocs, uh, basically collected all the metadata of your phone calls, and they were an Israeli-based ba- company with ties to the government and the intelligence uh, community uh, in the Israeli government. And they w- were likely sharing information with them back then. And now that was a private company, not necessarily a government company. So what exists now is that now they're just using the government to do it with much more high-tech resources with like uh, your cell phones and your social medias and everything like that. Um, and uh, so this has been going on for quite some time. Um, and so it, it is not anything new, but it, again, it is not anything good. Uh, we shouldn't be wholesaling information on ourselves to governments of other countries, friendly or not. Um, not we, the government of the U.S. shouldn't even be spying on their own people, letting alone giving that information that they spy on, giving it to other spies, uh, again, without consent. But again, none of this is with consent. The whole idea of a state is no consent ruling over you no matter what you have to say about it. uh, Headlines for Syria. The U.S.-backed and Al-Qaeda-linked rebels in Syria have uh, have video of them decapitating a young boy. Now, they have also had video of eating the heart out of their victims. Now, John Kerry is getting his advice from Henry Kissinger. And Henry Kissinger has said some novel quotes such as, military men are nothing but dumb, stupid animals to use as pawns in war. And he is a horrible individual and does not give a damn about America's interests. Um, his, his finan- he actually, Henry Kissinger had to leave the 9-11 Commission because he couldn't deny that he had ties to the, or the particularly the Bin Laden family's oil company. I mean, shouldn't that shouldn't that be an easy no question? Speaking of the Saudis and the Bin Ladens, the Saudis sent uh, twelve hundred inmates to fight with the Syrian rebels, and at the same time, Obama waves the ban on sending terrorists arms. So, I mean, the United States covertly through the CIA was giving not only money and uh, uh, you know communication support to these Al Qaeda linked rebels, but direct funneling of weapons. Uh, uh, and, and, and more, uh, but they just, you know, make it legal now. And that, and that was a headline from the state weekly. Uh, Assad agrees to weapons treaty saying that the U S must stop aiding terrorists like the ones linked to Al Qaeda. They're currently supporting and, and not, and Assad also says that all countries must be consistent and held accountable for chemical weapons use, including Israel's use of white phosphorus against Palestinians and the U.S.'s use of depleted uranium in Iraq. Yet, U.S. is not being held accountable for those actions, but they're, you know, the morally superior people to use chemical weapons. Yeah, right. But they're still threatening those strikes. But now that public pressure has kept the U.S. out of Syria... Temporarily, I believe, as Syria would have been a backdoor to a war with Iran, which is the end game. 
The U.S. is just directly intimidating Iran again, coming up with more excuses. And the Mossad and the CIA have already come to the conclusion that Iran does not actually have nuclear weaponry. Now, whether Syria first or just directly to Iran, the U.S. is pretty much making excuses to go to war along the way as they go. Now, Pentagon chief under Bush, Paul Wolfowitz, issued a memo before the Iraq invasion of 2003, basically saying that there's seven countries that they want to invade in five years. So really, they had planned Syria all along. They were just waiting for an excuse to go in, a testament to the sinister intent of U.S. foreign policy. A recent Roop poll shows that Americans view Obama's foreign policy as the same as or worse than that of George W. Bush's. Now, the U.N. has found that both the Syrian government and the U.S. and Al-Qaeda-backed rebels, they are both guilty of war crimes. Yes, Assad is a bad person, but these rebels that the U.S. is backing are worse. You know, Assad was killing plenty of children. Why is that the difference between when he kills them with chemicals? Why is that when we have to go when the U.S. has to go in, and when the U.S. has used chemical weapons as well and stood by as Israel used chemical weapons? But it's still not clear as to who actually uses chemical weapons, though much data is showing that the rebels are the culprits. Or it could have not even been the rebels. It could have been the Saudi intelligence secret agents using it just as a means to draw people into a war and, uh, you know, uh, so that neither this government or the rebels used it to kind of, you know, just create that mystique so that you never, ever know. And so that the U.S. can just make up lies and uh, off of uh, uh, soft data or, or could have been even not the Saudi intelligence, but the CIA or the Israeli uh, uh, commandos that are all the three of them are all helping out these Syrian rebel, rebel, rebel groups. In state news, the U.S. attorney in Northern California, Melinda Haig, says the Holder memo won't affect anti-pot efforts. Interesting. Well, I just don't think that memo has teeth. If it did, she would have to obey it or get fired. So there are two things that need to happen. The memos need to have teeth resulting in DEA budget cuts or abolition of the department, the department entirely. Uh, I want to see the actions. I want to see people in the DEA that are spying on medical marijuana operations leave those outposts and stop the spying and for an eventual crackdown. Now, in national news, the iPhone 5 fingerprint reader was secure for only three days. Now, a group of German computer hackers have successfully cracked the protection of fingerprint information for the iPhone 5S to the point of even creating fake fingerprints to be able to access the phones of sensitive, secure corporate account phones. Abu Ghraib torture victims, case thrown out, ordered to pay U.S. prosecutors legal fees. So you get tortured. Not only does the court system say that your case is invalid, but you have to pay the legal costs of the prosecutors. An ugly display of the injustice system. Declassified document shows near accidental explosion of an H-bomb over North Carolina. 
A B-52 bomber accidentally dropped a hydrogen bomb over North Carolina without actually exploding. The bomb has many safety mechanisms, including six interlocking safety mechanisms. The ground impact set off five of the six of the detonation sequences, a hair's chance away from nuclear annihilation. The FBI broadens the definition of domestic terrorists in an effort to protect the political class. The government is going to start calling peaceful people who upset the status quo with nothing but words and peaceful advocacy, quote, domestic terrorists, to create fear in the minds of the sheeple. Well, who are these domestic terrorists? Well, people who want individual liberty, equality, who care about the environment, who support states' rights, who support gun rights, who support animal rights, who are anti-war, who support Ron Paul, who support alternative political parties, who belong to Occupy Wall Street, who question the official story of 9-11, and that actually makes up 47, or sorry, 40% of Americans, according to new polling about the 9-11 official story, and more. And you know what I got to say? Thought crimes are not crimes. And if you happen to come across any DHS propaganda trying to scare you into thinking that you need to look at your neighbor, see if they have any suspicious activity, I think you got to ignore that piece of propaganda. Yes, if, you're, if your neighbor is actually suspicious, well, if they're actually guilty of a crime, not, you know, all Muslims are bad or you got to be scared of Ron Paul people or Occupy people or people that question 9-11. Those aren't the people you need to be considering suspicious. In America, you need to respect people's rights to question their government and also to disseminate truth. New York Times rejects Monsanto science. Mark Bittman, lead food columnist for the NYT, wrote an article about how GMOs don't need protection. Quote, genetic engineering, or more pop properly, transgenic engineering, in which a gene, usually from another species of plant, bacterium, or animal, is inserted to a plant in hope of positively changing its nature, has been disappointing. Senator Rand Paul says mandatory minimums are bad, well, unless you're talking to an evangelical group. Now, only a month or so after Senator Rand Paul pandered to evangelical Christian groups about how he doesn't really want to reform the war on drugs, he then goes and gives a speech on mandatory minimum sentencing in the war on drugs. Now, I'll give him credit where credit is due for addressing the, ra the, the policy and the racism behind it. And I hope his efforts in the Senate pass and go onto the president's desk. But I see plenty of inconsistency and opportunism here. Uh, I wish he was more principled like his father. Monsanto's Roundup pesticide found in dairy cow urine causes metabolism problems. The poisonous compound Roundup you can get at Home Depot goes into the groundwater and has been found in cow urine. Last year, the online news site The State Weekly reported on a study published in the journal Neurotoxicology and Teratology proving that Continuous exposure to the pesticide, particularly Monsanto's glyphosate, resulted in human neurodegenerative disorders. Videos show a New York Police Department brutally uh, assaulting those student protesters who were yelling at 
CIA Director General David Petraeus calling him a war criminal and everything like that. And they are actually charging those students with crimes. I would say, hey, drop those charges. And, hey, yeah, Petraeus is a war criminal. And I would certainly uh, make him feel unwelcome if I ever walked behind him. Although, with words and not violence. Because, uh, yeah, that's the way to go. It was with intellect and words and not violence. That is a true way. And yet another study is showing how cannabis kills cancer cells. Researchers at California Pacific Medical Center in San Francisco found that a marijuana compound known as cannabidiol can stop metastasis and many types of aggressive cancers. Sean McAllister, one of the researchers at California Pacific, was studying the effects of cannabidiol or CBD. CBD is a non-psychoactive chemical compound in the cannabis plant. Pierre Desprez, a molecular biologist researcher, began studying IDU1, the gene that causes cancer to spread about 20 years ago. The two combined their research and introduced CBD to cancer cells containing IDU1 in a petri dish. They found that CBD stopped the metastasis of the cancer cells. CBD has also been shown to reduce brain damage caused by alcohol. WikiLeaks released an editorial saying that they, we need to free Internet activist Barrett Brown, who faces 150 years in jail and is already spending a year in jail. The USDA and Coca-Cola signed a deal to save the earth. Oh, please. Coca-Cola is the same company that uses tons of GMO, high fructose, corn syrup, and aspartame. And they want to save the planet? Give me a break. They want to save their asses. In international news, the U.S. consulate was attacked in Afghanistan. A tragedy, certainly, nonetheless, but maybe a sign of a war that has gone for far too long, causing too much blowback, creating more enemies than we can kill, and at the end of the day, makes the U.S. the real terrorists. Palestine's Bedouin population slams Israel's ethnic cleansing prior plan Another ethnic cleansing plan by Israel to annex land by force without consent of those who currently inhabit it for the greater neocolonialist goals of what is known as a greater Israel, which would involve invasion and domination of large portions of Egypt and countries to the south and east of Israel. Of course, when that happens, Palestinians would probably be wiped off the map completely by that time. And this later, this latest prior plan to kick out the Bedouins is just another inch in that direction of genocide. And Israel also reportedly has at least 80 nukes. Israel has been very secretive about its nuclear weapons program, acting like it is the only country pure enough to own nuclear weapons. Now, Iran has signed the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. Israel has not, and even the CIA and Israel's Mossad agency have admitted that they are overblowing the nuclear threat from Iran. Bolivian president to sue the U.S. government for crimes against humanity. And Fukushima is still leaking radiation into the ocean. Traffic situations. On the 5 northbound at the 76, there is a 47 mile per hour slowdown. Weather outside at San Marcos. 
September 23rd at 8.56 is 72 degrees. That has been your news. Broadcasting live for KKSM and LRN.FM. That has been your news. So I want to play one last song for the night. My guests again were Elizabeth Imus Zero, daughter of radio legend Don Imus. She's going to be the MC of the United We Stand Festival coming at spring 2014 with Public Enemy and Wu-Tang Clan. Also, uh, Matt McKinney of the alternative media site intellectualrevolution.tv was in the second hour. Uh, be sure to tune in next week where I have Pasha Roberts, director of the Silver Circle movie, and Davi Barker of Muslims for Liberty, and John Beza, former NYPD officer from Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. So this last song is just a reminder to be positive. Um, I, with all this morbid truth about finding out just exactly the nature of these wars, who benefits, sui bono, if that's the right way to pronounce it, um, yeah, it, it kind of, it a little bit is depressing that, you know, that people kill people to line their pockets. It's one thing, I, I think you should keep what you earn if you actually create a, something of a value for other human beings, you know, maybe like growing hemp or, or uh, you know, any kind of entrepreneurial thing where you actually serve somebody voluntarily rather than pick up a machine gun, go to another country, kill some kid so that the, the oil can be keep priced in the U.S. dollar, a.k.a. the Federal Reserve note. That is the height of immorality. And, you know, people say, oh, Alex, you need to be more mature. You need to get a job. Uh, jobby, <laughs> of course, uh, Freddie got fingered there. But, uh, well, you know, I'd say uh, David Rockefeller has a job, um, but he just gets to print money. What? How mature is that? I mean, he, I got to, you know, get up and wipe his diaper for him. I mean, geez, I mean, somebody's got to slap these people around and say, no, you cannot kill people to get your way in this world. Something that should be of, of common logic, but, you know, Jersey Shore is so much more important. Um, so I think it's important to keep positive. That's why I want to play this song called Bite the Pain by the band Death. And the, actually the lead front man, the guitarist and vocalist, passed away from a brainstem tumor. And if you go to the website emptywords.org, that's emptywords.org, uh, that's the official death website. Uh, Chuck's postman, mailman, who has been his mailman for a long time, uh, actually after his death, wrote a pretty telling op-ed on the website decrying the medical system and the insurance industry for throwing away a human life like it's nothing but a carcass to be thrown in the trash. And I have so much animosity for the AMA and the current medical system uh, and their pursuit of profits over compassion. Uh, so uh, definitely someone whose life was cut short teaches you to appreciate life and keep it positive. So this is Bite the Pain by Death by the uh, aptly titled album The Sound of Perseverance here on Free Thought Radio, KKSM, AM 1320, Oceanside, The Radio Revolution, and LRN.FM. The Liberty Radio Network. FreeThoughtMedia.org. See you guys again next Monday, 6 p.m.
listening to KKSM Oceanside AM 1320, The Radio Revolution.